We're running, we're running short on time, my friend. When, when do we actually go on? <laughs> Who's on? We Who's are. On first? Oh. Hi, everybody. Welcome to session zero of Call of the Deep, the new, our new Dungeons and Dragons campaign. If you are a regular follower of mine, thank you for joining me. But don't pay attention to me. Pay attention to him, because I'm not running it for once. I am not running this game. Shocker. I get to play. I feel that was a decent trade-off. You're like, can you run this game? You can play. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you run the stream, I will make sure you play and have a good time, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I know my alerts browser is off, the source is offline. Shut up, Twitch. It's not a stream without technical problems. Of course not. <laughs> well, there is one more name that I want, that I still need to put on the overlay. Meatwad, what would you like your name to be displayed on the overlay? And looks like we have a frozen Meatwad. Come with all of them out, quickly, come on. <laughs> 30 seconds, it's all you need, half power. Just well, stick it on there it's and It's going to be me one. Cause, yes. Because I showed up late to make a... Oh, he's back. <laughs> Don't forget about the placeholder for Samwise. Oh, yeah, that's right, too. They're really seeing how the sausage is made here. Yep, this is <laughs> this is behind the scene. Pay no attention to the man behind the couch. But I want to, though. Do I need to go get a fucking curtain now? Actually, this is a curtain right no, here. I'm back. actually a man behind a curtain. There are a great amount of curtains here. I think it's a majority of curtains behind people. Or tapestries, one of the two. So, Meatwad, I'm adding your name on the overlay as Meatwad. I hope that's okay. Ah, uh, that's fine. You could put Amador, Meatwad, whatever you want. Well, um... Call me whatever you want. Well, um, I, I think when we actually do get, like, an actual overlay, not just me dicking around with whatever's here... I know. I well, okay. And to uh, to be fair, Mikey has been making overlays. I think he said that he did. You have one made for this campaign? Yes, I did. So I have it like a placeholder for right now, and then I'll update it um, later this week once we establish character names and things like that. And then yeah. I'll send it over to you in a nice little email. Rock and roll. Oh, nice. And then we also have our samwise here. Yes. Yeah, so Hello. Throw on a shirt. I just got from work and all settled. Oh, down. it's going to be an after-hours kind of stream. Ah. Then. Yeah. Did you make sure it's eighteen plus? <laughs> Wait, is we have to go to the hot tub like thing? We could be in the hot Whoa. tub meta. <laughs> okay, I, I okay. Yeah. As someone who loves a good hot tub, I am super here for hot tub D and D. <laughs> we do not have a hot tub. We cannot do the hot tub D and D at this time. I've got floating dice. I can roll right on top of the water. That is... Yo, legit. <laughs> Hello, Josh and you. Thanks for coming in. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, that's. I not didn't show you this. Well. Grab. Look at that. Oh, here. there's Will's channel. It's the truth of chief. Oh, no, Most no, of them are noise possible. I was about to do the dumber, dumb and dumber thing where you want to hear the most annoying sound. Oh, that's a hydrate from only Josh. We are we oh. already got a hydrate. We haven't even mentioned what game we're playing yet, and we're we got a hydrate. It doesn't matter. Bottle of water. I got cola. Wow, generic. I brand. don't have a bottle of water. Yes, we know. So, take it away, Mikey. It's your game, your show. Sweet. Okay. So, hello, oh. internet. <laughs> hello. Thank you. Oh boy, here we go. Okay. <laughs> So, for those of you watching on Twitch, thank you guys for being here. Some of us, it's still not even 6 o'clock yet. For others, it is getting late into oh, the hours, but that's okay. So, and welcome to Call of the Deep, a D&D &D adventure. So, yeah, that's essentially what it is, D&D. &D. 
Dungeons and Dragons. I have gathered the best group of players, in my opinion, that I think is going to make the story very fun. In a little bit, we'll go around and do introductions, but I will start us off with that. So my name is Mikey. I am going to be the Dungeon Master for the, the tabletop kind, not the other kind. I can already see you, Jason. Don't give me any looks, bro. I see you. <laughs> and I will be playing all the NPCs and running these group of lovable people through the ringer. So this is going to be fun. Uh, fun fact, I've only been playing tabletop RPGs in general for only about two years now, so I'm still freshly new. This isn't my first campaign or tabletop game that I've run, but this is going to be the first long-form one, given that the last campaign we played and Amador, this Miss Rona, decided to ruin things for everyone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like I mentioned before, I have a gang of players that I think are going to be really cool. And so I'm going to introduce them to you guys and we'll see where it goes. So I'm going to start with Will first because he's first on my screen. So go ahead. And then you're well, if, if you're watching on Twitch, then you already know who I am. I am Radio Free Will. You can find me under that name over on TikTok. I usually do games that are not D&D, so this may strike you as odd. But uh, no, I'll play D&D all day long. I'm just like, I, I prefer other games, but hey, I'm, I am absolutely here for this game. Especially since you don't have to run it. Exactly. I am down for <laughs> any game that I don't have to run right now, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, if you'd be so kind to tell the folks, I give crap as he's the veteran of the group. He's been at this for a while. Oh yeah. So how's your experience with D&D tabletop RPGs? What are some of your favorites? Oh, my hands down favorite RPG is Exalted. Yeah, and everyone who follows me on TikTok was just gonna say, I knew he was gonna say that. It's If you're not familiar with Exalted, it is a very high fantasy game by Onyx Path Publishing. It emphasizes dramatic and cinematic action over, I, there's a healthy amount of crunch to it, but it's the kind of thing like where the better you describe your action, the better you get at it. You actually get bonuses for doing over-the-top bullshit, which is funny because anytime someone says, oh, what's the craziest bullshit you've ever done in d and I'm like, D&D? &D? Eh. Like, Exalted, I can come up with some crazy over-the-top bullshit, but then again, it gets me a bonus in Exalted. But but aside from that, there's, God, there's a million of them. If, if Once again, if you're on this channel, I do one-shot firing range. I have a veritable library of other non-D&D RPGs. Oh, also, I do want to take this second to uh, remind everybody that every time I stream this month for, for Pride Month, you can see the, uh, down in the right-hand corner of the screen there, I am doing a uh, charity fundraiser for the Trevor Project over the course of June and into the first week of July. I'm hoping to raise $1,000 for them. That would be rad if you are watching and would like to throw a couple of bucks in there. Also, any bits that I earn over the course of June are going to get donated into there as as soon as I can get a Twitch payout, which I need to hit $100 before that happens. But, but yeah, donate to a good cause and uh, save some LGBTQ kids' lives. Beautiful. Thank you. All right. Next player up on my screen, Jace, go ahead and introduce yourself to the world. Hi, I'm JC Vanguard. You can find me on uh, TikTok as JC Vanguard, cosplayer of sorts with a little bit of D&D twists. I've been playing D for almost two years now, and um, Mikey's one of my favorite DMs. Yeah, I know. It's like a little brown right here. 
I was gonna say I was like I feel like I've been your only, but that's not true. <laughs> no, no, I have my brother, I have my, and a couple other friends I play with. Lovely. Okay, guilty boy. What? Mm. Introduce yourself. <laughs> One of many. Anyways, I stuffed my face and drank my beer. Hi, everybody. I'm Kiltman42. I've done many a thing. I'm a part of many an organization, one of which is Devil's Luck Gaming. I won't go into that right now, because I'm not here for them. I'm here for myself. <laughs> I'll be drunk probably by the end of stream. Oh, God. <laughs> Come for the D&D. Stay. stay. Come for the D&D. Stay for my puns. Because seriously, <laughs> that's the only reason I play board is so I can use... Uh, vicious mockery to punch people. <laughs> Isn't that fish? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Lies. Oh, you... Don't lie to me. Alrighty. Thank you. Next up on my screen, John. Me. I'm here because one Mikey is amazing. I'm in another game with him, but uh, my name is John. You can find me on most social media at the JV Lexicon. I've been playing RPGs almost as long as Will. Uh, I actually played with Will many years ago, and then re-got back into it later, but that was like D&D 3.5 in the early days. In the before times. The before times. In the before oh, I do enjoy playing Scion quite a bit, and also the Atomic Robo Fate Core game, which is hysterical to play Super Science, and so fun. And I'm also on a podcast called Improvised Weapons, which is D&D 5e, but it's a bunch of comedians and improvisers all playing D, and most of them for the first time. I get to be the old man of the group, and Show them how to actually play it. And uh, yeah, I've been doing improv for 15 years, so hopefully I'll be somewhat funny. But not as funny as Kiltman, because I just want to hear his reviews of popcorn. I'm going to be watching you two. <laughs> actually, you three, I should say. Oh, yeah. just salty right now. All over. No, I'm well, that's because of the popcorn. Butter. I don't and like And there popcorn. it is. <laughs> All right. Thank you, John. Okay, so I'm going to be very careful with this, because there are three mics <laughs> currently on stream. I'm going to go to... Jace's mic. So, Samwise, you're up. <laughs> okay, so I have, I'd, I'd say, uh, little to moderate experience playing D&D. We started uh, a couple years ago with my home group, just playing after Stranger Things came out and D&D got really popular. So my group of friends were like, that looks awesome. That's the part of the Stranger Things that we keyed into. And I started playing with that, did a home group, and I just got into Adventures League and started playing with our local game shop there. As far as the social media stuff goes, I have no experience with Twitch or uh, TikTok aside from viewing and everything. But yeah, excited to just get to roll some clicky-clacky stones and see the numbers pop up and smash some more goblins and whatnot. Awesome. This is going to be great. Thank you. All right, last. So this, I don't want to say the other Mike because this sounds bad, but I referred to him by his last name. So Amador, you're up. <laughs> That's me. I'm Amador. Hello again. I'm Amador. I've been playing tabletop games for the last eight years, I think. Most of which is D&D 3.5. That was fortunately, unfortunately, my first experience in D&D because it is really difficult. <laughs> Dabbled a little bit in 40k, played like a little tiny bit of like edition one with someone's dad. But I used to play D&D before the aforementioned Rona hit with Michael. And then we are currently playing another game with aforementioned Michael. So 
Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Wait. Which Mikey doesn't have an afro yet. Really, Kilt? Already? <laughs> Listen, I'm Puerto Rican, so it's going to happen. If you if I let it grow out, it will happen. Trust me. <laughs> but yes. Stick with the stream. Watch it happen. In real time. <laughs> grow it out. <laughs> grow it for June and then shave it after June. Uh, <laughs> like, on one, like, on one hand... Okay, because I know you're a teacher as your day job. Like, on one hand, now is the time to do it because you don't have to worry about going into school. You don't have to worry about your students making fun of you for it or anything like that. On the other hand, now is not the time to do it because it's summertime. And summertime in California sucks. Mm -hmm. It was well, 109 last week. Specifically, what where I'm saying. Amador live because we live in the same area, so... <laughs> Mikey will now give out his address and tell you exactly where he's living. Put it this way. It hit, like, the high 80s in Massachusetts today, and I'm like, nope, screw this. <laughs> you guys were cold, jeez. What do you think of? I wish Why I had that. Exactly! And everyone else, every, every other part of the country except maybe Alaska is going, oh, that's nothing. This is New England. No, this is what we get. This is what we're used to. Except when, it, when, when winter rolls around and we hit, I don't know, 20-ish, and the rest of the world's going, oh god, how can you do it? We're like, it's, it's just 20, it's not that bad. Been colder. Um, oh, maybe I like, I like that. I would rather take 80 degrees. I don't know, I like it cold. I like it real take cold. It, it was 95 up near me, and I'm also in New England, so you can't plump me in there. <laughs> Unlike the off times we actually get humidity here, it's terrible. Like, we Welcome live in a weather desert. chat. Yeah. I, I, believe you i believe 100 percent. we live in a desert we don't get humidity but when we do it's not very nice cancel your, cancel your plan stay inside mm -hmm. because it's ridiculous watch this stream Literally enjoy the game want. keep promoting uh, also <laughs> while there is a lull in the conversation i want to say thank you kaya blue eyes for following thanks kaya we um. all righty <laughs> joe if you haven't followed do it yes please all right there it is. Like you rehearsed it. Like you rehearsed it. Thank you to for the, the follow, Joe Trip 2091. Don't gracias. Grazie. Nice. All right. Yeah. So yeah. Oh god, this is gonna. I can. This is gonna be a great group. Okay, for everyone who's watching on Twitch, I usually get really excited about the games I run. All these guys know whether it's them having me as a player or as a game master. I love being creative, but I have never been more excited for a game that I've planned than this one, only because the group I have is great. And I cannot be happier with the players that I got. And I hope over the course of this game, you guys enjoy yourselves. If you're having fun, my mission's accomplished. I'm good for it. That's a hydrate from Kitty and Krim. Party. Maybe. Yeah, I know. Hi, Kitty. That's why I drank. Speaking of games, as I mentioned at the beginning of the stream, this is going to be a D&D &D campaign. Now that, do I want to say it? Yes, I'm going to take jabs, but I, I like them. But now that Critical Role is on hiatus, now's mm. our chance to come for their yeah. gig. Wait. <laughs> now that we're the only <laughs> show in town. So Wait. Are you, take are that, you Matthew serious? Mercer. JK, love you. Is, it, Mikey, is that really true? Hair I'm out of touch. The campaign finale was on Thursday, which I'm not going to lie. It, that honestly just makes me excited because I'm looking forward to seeing what happens if slash when there's a campaign three. 
in the meantime, we're coming for their gig. But I'm also one of those people that when I find out like that the, that whoever's playing the Doctor on Doctor Who is stepping down, my brain immediately goes, oh, "Who's gonna be next?" So, <laughs> Christopher Eccleston was my favorite. Mm. What was that? Christopher Eccleston. I'm not gonna. Capaldi was mine. Ooh, that's yeah. a solid. I'm not surprised you like the angry Scotsman. Yeah, cranky mm-hmm. punk rock grandpa doctor. Hell yeah, that's 100 percent me. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, right. Mikey's coming for oh, Matt like Mercer. He's got to grow his hair out, full beard. It's going to have to go. So, so he, he needs to grow the afro now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He has to and, you know, and you know what he can do? The first character death, he shaves it all. Legendary action he uses. He's got to shave He's going to be the Puerto Rican Matt Mercer. There you go. He's going to be like Matt Mercer, but in the bodega. <laughs> I mean, I got the shirt for it already, so I mean. <laughs> Are you ready, Mateo? Come on. Breath. Okay. All right. I'm on vacation, damn it, but okay. Teacher mind, all right, let's focus in. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're going to need that teacher mindset, but with mm-hmm. this group? <laughs> some of us Don't. might have ADD, some of us might not. <laughs> you're in for a ride. All right. All right, what are we doing? Okay, cool. D&D, yes, great game, mm-hmm. love it. What we're going to be doing for this stream is we're going to have a session zero, so... These guys actually had some homework over the last couple weeks. I asked them to come up with a couple different concepts for characters. And essentially what we're going to do is finalize what they're, who they're going to be playing as and then establish a couple things with that. So, some of you guys have been in contact with me about what you wanted to play. I'm here for all the ideas. <laughs> so, this is going to be the fun part. So, because you guys have came up with your character concepts... We're going to have a little bit of a discussion to figure out what each person's going to end up playing. So I'm going to take, well, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be listening, offering my two cents. But you guys are going to drive this conversation because you guys are going to be the party. I'm just leading you guys through the amazing, terrifying story I have planned in my little notebook. So, Amazing, all right. terrifying story. Off to a wonderful mm-hmm. start. Oh, don't worry. When I get to the adventure primer of my itinerary... I think you'll enjoy it. <laughs> we have an itinerary. We're already behind schedule. <laughs> Way behind, just saying. Listen, we were fine. already a minute late. Schedule? Like... <laughs> okay, we'll start things off. I guess I'll introduce my character that I have. Uh, sure, is go your, for it. Your character is 100% confirmed. This is the one? It's the only one I made for it, so... <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I like the tenacity. Yes, <laughs> I don't need multiple. So, I, I don't need multiple concepts. Fuck your shit. Well, <laughs> I mean, if if you give me like two seconds, I have forty characters made. I could just choose another. It's not a big deal. <laughs> All right. The you one I have in detail. So the one I have in detail right now is the one of the new gem dragonborns, as a fighter sorcerer, named Tidact Asvamet, and other than rerolling him to get it get his proper stats he was mainly a fighter and then after the death of his friend he unlocked his sorcerer's thing through trauma we're gonna go through his bloodline to figure things out in backstory wise but other than that it's what i've chosen neat yeah i chose the um emerald gem dragonborn which allows me to have psychic wings and psych give psychic breath weapon so excited you can have gem uh, gem wings of his color and he can so allowing to fly but 
he deals in psychic damage naturally oh, okay. and is resistant to it. Oh, okay. Is, is that a new thing, Dragonborn getting wings? Dragonborn gems, at least, are new. Oh, cool. Yeah, so uh, as far as the race... Yeah, as far as the race goes, Jace picked UA, the new dr Dragon Gemborn stuff, so I was like, ooh, this is going to oh. be fun. I had an idea of the aforementioned Goblin Shooty Man. A little bit of like his backstory is basically he's uh, more of a tribal goblin. He's from like the woods, basically, like a junglish area, I would say. But his whole thing is like his he wants to explore the world because he got bored of what he was eating at home because he has a advanced palate for about anything he could seek his teeth into. So he wants to taste the colors of the world quite literally. Uh, I, Sounds about right. I kind of <laughs> And then going into an arcane archer to like hopefully get to the higher level so I can do crazy stuff. Car what is it called? What they do and wanted, like curving the bullet, but instead curving, curving my arrow and curving shot. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Some cool stuff like that. Another one is my kobold wizard, who is a little shy guy, but he has a big heart for adventure. He's I'm is trying he an to actual shy guy. No, he's a kobold. <laughs> I was going to say yes. <laughs> but he has a heart for adventure. He's kind of new, especially since we're level two. So I was like, oh, we'll be new to adventuring. So his name is Lizarus, but he would be preferred to call Liz. And his last name is Zard. So Lizard, uh, the lizard uh, wizard. Uh, mm -hmm. The lizard wizard. See, but now, now we just have to call him King Gizzard. Mm -hmm. Oh no! That's the name of a band, King Gizzard yeah. the Lizard Wizard. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Rattlesnake is my favorite song. Rattlesnake. I, I'll be honest; I've never actually heard any of their songs. I only know them because Anthony Fantano mentioned them once. Oh, yeah, they're pretty groovy. I like them, but yeah, that's the second one. My third one was either gonna go Goliath or uh, Firebolg, and either do a Druid or do a Cleric, but in the domain of uh, the forge, so I can go into specking into blacksmithing and just making equipment and stuff. Kind of cut our uh, costs in half for certain things. Beautiful. <laughs> That's what I have on the table. That's the cards I've dealt. But I guess if I had to choose one, probably the goblin. I want to eat everything. <laughs> it seems like you'd have more fun playing them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the three that I'm working with. Um, okay. I've been having I've been having a lot of fun. I have like backstories and playlists and everything like that because this is just how my brain comes up with characters. I have one who is a, a reborn barbarian, who he has. I'm playing the amnesia card for his backstory because he just woke up on the beach one day, doesn't remember anything about what happened. I've talked to Mikey a bit about what actually happened, but in terms of, but for the, for the sake of the character's plot and the sake of this potential stream, I am keeping what actually happened to him quiet. But so all he remembers maybe a month of before session one. He is a sailor. He does remember how to sail a ship. He's worked as a crewman, that sort of thing, but doesn't really remember anything before that. I also have a changeling rogue who is a charlatan Specifically, I wanted to make him a uh, gambler, con man kind of thing. Ooh. Because I, and I'm not going to lie, this was 100% done uh, for a reason to use the wild card 
rogue subclass that they printed for the Legends of Runeterra crossover that D&D Beyond did a year or two ago. Oh, that's uh, cool. Because it just sounds awesome. And I want to do that Twisted Fate Gambit shit. Throw playing cards and use them yeah. as throwing weapons, you know? I guess um, we know who your favorite Marvel character is. Actually, no, I'm not a big, uh, not as big a Gambit fan as I used to be. I, he was a, a favorite of mine as a kid. As an adult, my favorites are Beast and Colossus. Okay, I, I do enjoy Glob Herman. He, he is, as a as an Omega Gang OG, Glob Herman is near and dear to my heart. But my last one is, this is what, so I have this thing. It's called the Fatum Character Creator Deck. Thank you for uh, following, Miss Voodoo Mayhem. Anyway, it's so I, I did, got this as a Kickstarter. It is a tarot deck to make a character. If you don't know what you want to play, you can you basically deal yourself a tarot hand and come up with something. And I did that and came up with a dwarf warlock, celestial patron. She was a she grew up as a a wealthy mining family, like not miners in the sense that her family would like actually mined, but like her father owned the mine. So. She grew up going to fancy dinner parties and stuff like that between dwarven kingdoms and such, and was even arranged to be married to this guy to solidify a trade agreement. And one day during the dinner where this was announced, she managed to escape with some friends and to go smoke some hazeweed and fool around a bit like kids do while their parents are doing the business thing. And she goes out into the night and looks up in the sky and sees a constellation winking at her like literally winking and it's this celestial patron the keeper of stars who basically said that you have a great fate ahead of you and if you choose to if you choose to accept it it's yours and so she accepted it so yeah um, really, I think that's really cool so yeah celestial patron warlock dwarf changeling rogue or uh, reborn barbarian are my three okay I see Love what you're it. cooking Will took the assignment and he went way above and beyond. And I'm just like, I'm a writer. Yeah, <laughs> I was re. I, I the conversations that we had every time I was like, ooh, let's do this, let's do that. I'm yeah. just like, tears of happiness. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. I also want to tell a really quick story about the the rogue, real quick. This is a story that may story not time. paint me in the best light, but I want, I do want to share it because this was a super embarrassing moment while I was coming up with this character. So. Uh, I... <laughs> Originally, the rogue was going to be a Kenku. Because I liked the idea of him like coming up through like casinos, so basically he communicated in casino sounds, like a lot of dealers speak, saying like player busts and jackpot and stuff like that. So I was gestating on the characters, coming up with the details, and I'm realizing like the way I had him presented was this gambler walking around in finery, like a coat and a bowler and smoking a cigar. And I'm like, wait a second, a gambling, cigar-smoking, bowler-wearing Corvid person. Anybody ever seen Dumbo? Like the original animated Disney one? You would have had a name of Jim. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I fucked up big time on that character. So I've changed it. He is no longer a Kenku. He is a changeling, because I still want to play the wildcard rogue, but I would rather not be reminded of any animated hate crimes of the past. And for that, we thank you. Yeah. Uh, and me being the dummy, I was like, it didn't, I didn't think about it until you presented to me. I'm like, right? Oh. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> oh, that's not like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
Anyway. How do you follow animated hate crime anyway? I don't know how you follow that as one of us <laughs> talking about our characters now. <laughs> oh, I got one. Uh, Go for it. I was going to start with um, one of my weirder, I should say. But I'll start with this one. His name is Daniel Corpse. It's a reference to Nathan Explosion. And Will is the direct reason oh, I created Lord. this the other day <laughs> in chat. He placed the Batman uh, mock-up of Mermaider, which then went into Musta Crackish on autoplay. And I'm like, I'm creating Nathan Explosion, and I'm going to have a bored warlock that summons evil creatures to just do shit. And put oh, all is this because I... Yeah, that's exactly why. Because of Mermaider, <laughs> it, went, it literally went into Musta Crackish, and I'm like, oh, I'm writing a character now. So <laughs> Daniel Corpsplosion is a fallen Azamar bard warlock. So that's number one. Ooh, which one should I go for? Okay, so my original idea was it's a Veldukin. I don't really know how to pronounce that. And Vidalkin. Yeah, the Valdal Yeah, that word. Yep. Can you do the thing? <laughs> which are basically an amphibious it's a weird amphibious race. Amphibious yeah. intelligent race from Magic Gathering. Yes. Yes. They're nude yes. people. Basically. Yes. <laughs> anyway, they so are new this character, his name is Dr. Fathom. He is a shipwright. Or ship engineer, ship developer. Although with a name like that, I feel like we're shifting from Metalocalypse to the Venture Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Girlfriend. <laughs> we're just going to go down I haven't even gotten to my third character. I am Meatwad, so the adult swim lineup is all here. It's already there. New trend in TikTok anyway. So basically, mm -hmm. Dr. Fathom is an, an artificer. So he just creates designs for ships, and his goal is to try and do a submarine at one point, and he, he's just there. Although he will probably talk like this for a while, because I'm very <laughs> weird. And then one of my favorite ones, this one I came up for a different campaign that I'm no longer in. It is uh, not was... only possible, it is essential. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so this one I uh... made in pure mind to be field artillery. And by that, his name is Ballista. He is a Warforge Ranger <laughs> who is part of the City Guard. And he literally is just there to put as many bolts and arrows downrange as possible. I haven't gotten any personality for him yet, but he probably won't talk like this. Very. <laughs> he's basically, he's Dave Batista as Drax the Destroyer. He, he won't say, oh, you can't... Actually, yeah, he will try and say, you can't see me if I'm standing really you still. He's a high scale. He just starts quoting, like, wrestler stuff. Oh, why? Yeah. I'm not that He's good. very literal. That's... Nothing ever goes over his head. He's like, nothing ever goes over my head. He's six. He's eight. He's freaking <laughs> massive. I developed, I developed his look, and I put it into my player my player notes, but I will move it to uh, session zero later. Basically, he just wears a kilt because I'm lazy, and that's what all my characters <laughs> wear. Very nice. Because it's easy for me to just to throw it on. I'm like, all right, I need a new kilt. Why do I need a new kilt? Oh, I have a new character. Okay, that's just <laughs> Is it, is that it is a what... little breezy under his kilt? Very. That is why he's known as the kilt man. <laughs> yep. I have. <laughs> I think my last count was 15, 16. 
Ooh. Aren't you wearing one right yeah, now? Yeah, someone there. I am wearing one right now, actually. That's why it's 15 <laughs> or 16, because you can't remember if he's wearing the one or not. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, here we go. There it a is. kilt shot. It is actually getting really warm. How, how many here. followers are we going to get for that kilt shot? The kilt shot. M -m -m money shot. <laughs> it's like demonetize. <laughs> Which is like timeout, guys. Yellow card. One more, we're ejecting you from the field. We, we oh, got no. one MG Castle thing. Thanks for the follow. <laughs> one follow for the kilt shot. We still appreciate you. We, we love appreciate you. You, you. you do not negate the premise. You just go for it. It's so good to follow it up. That's so nice. <laughs> I got my three if you want me to go. They're not as weird as kilts, but I'm going to try these. So I like, I also am a bit of a writer, and so I went and did a lot more homework, and Mikey got sick and tired of me going back and forth about a homebrew race that I really wanted to put together. So Don't lie, this is that homebrew race. It's, it's great. <laughs> I figured it's going to be a sea campaign. What better than to take the Aarakocra and make it a penguin? So I made a Penguacocra, Twilight Cleric, who has been spending the last years of his life swimming every ocean trying to find in the deepest depths of that one place with the fabric between the plane of water where his ancestral home is and where he lives to try to get back there and he's been failing miserably. So, so aren't, giant penguin. Aren't the Twilight clerics the ones that, one of the ones that can use heavy armor? I love Does, the image of a super like tanked out penguin. He can breathe water. He, he can't breathe water but he can hold his uh, breath for 20 minutes. No, okay. Oh my god, what's his name? Did you ever see the movie Surf's Up? Yes. Oh my yes. god. Those are the that penguins I'm now the, like, the big one that's voiced by Diedrich Bader. <laughs> that's the one I'm <laughs> The one that so everyone I... used the TikTok sound. This is these are my ladies. But no, yeah. I also have to go, like like Kilty, I also have to go punny on these, so all of their names are gonna be punny anyways. This guy's called Oswald Empoleon. So he's basically Oswald Cobblepot and Empoleon, which is great. So we'll leave that there. Uh, but that's my first one. Oh, I've left you hanging, I'm sorry. Second one, also excited about this one. It's a Rune Knight Simic hybrid named Hugh Manbeing. He is a cultist in the cult of Dagon trying to bring his deity back to the surface. And he has a horrible human disguise that he's trying to pass himself off as a human being. So do not look at my wonderful tentacles. I am not for hugging always, just sometimes. I make hugs. But he'd be so much fun to play as well. And the third was Will actually inspired me on this one. Uh, I wanted to play a Reborn, but the UA Storm Goliath, so it's a Reborn after that, who um, is stitched together Frankenstein-wise from all the pieces of his family because they were taken away on a trip out of the mountains, and now he's become... This is Mikey doesn't know this part. I just changed it on the fly, but I'm going to have him basically be the Winter Soldier. He's an, he's an assassin, so giant Goliath assassin that's been like living for years. He still can't figure out where his family is, that type of stuff, and he's called Org... Again, donor. Best friends. <laughs> Be like, those, I'm wait, those are my choices. John, what class was that uh, reborn? He's going to be a rogue assassin. Rogue, okay. Yeah. I, I didn't. I figured he wouldn't be a shooty rogue. He'd be a sneaky rogue as a Goliath, which is hysterical. <laughs> like a house plan. He's, I am Heidi. <laughs> I might yes. take more intimidation than dexterity and make him really not good at hiding. <laughs> well, no, no, no. He's, he out. sneaks around like Kronk in the Emperor's New Group. <laughs> really making his own theme song <laughs> but the problem is that his vocal cords are not his own so he speaks like Werner Herzog he just basically has that very little bit he says but it's okay he gets through it together in the darkness he's so very gentle intimidating giant I will rip your eyeballs and make you smell color 
Yeah. So what you're saying, Kilt, is that it's just like the last campaign. Oh, it's just like the last campaign. <laughs> you're gonna be the more thing or they stay the same. It's literally gonna be exactly. They're gonna be best friends because they're gonna try and sneak around. <laughs> See two tall motherfuckers trying to sneak around and do shit. This is not again. <laughs> as long as we don't have the goblin voice, I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, you, you, you slipped up, and <laughs> you slipped up, and you asked me not to do the voice. I'm going to do the voice now, it's just, just because you, you say. Harvey Firestein, the goblin. It just sounds yes. like he smoked thirty packs a day and has done some in inappropriate things too much. Yeah, Harvey if you Fires. think my bad, you see here the women in my tribe. They be worse. Very questionable things. I could do like the doctor girlfriend like voice. Since we're going with the whole adult swim theme. Yes, Anakin, yes. Uh, I think, I think so that, those are my three. I am actually like equal on all three. I'd, I'd play any of them, so whatever we need will be fun. I really like the Simic one, just to voice my own little opinion. Just right. trying to hug people with tentacles. One is a rune knight, so we can do it at large size. Oh my god! It's like the it's weird like... tentacle monster from Monster Inc. That's he's a, he's a, basically a uh, Lovecraftian nightmare come to life. Beautiful. He, he has manners though. He does, because he's yep. human being. Oh god! All right. And now that just leaves us with one more. Mike, thank you for being patient. <laughs> He's following everybody. Uh, I, unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to wrap up with quite a bang there. I've got some fair mild characters just going with either a dual-wielding fighter that uses spears and takes inspiration from the Dread Pirate John Roberts from The Princess Bride or uh, Jack Sparrow and what was the other one that I had that was just on the tip of my tongue? Oh, also uh, Orlando Bloom's character from kind of the Caribbean, yeah. And just following up a straight fighter with a very human for the dual-wielding feet and just trying to get that DPS kind of front line out. Haven't really fleshed out the backstory, so I one, one of my worst features as a, a player is I do not hanker down to a single character for very long. I love swat switching up and everything. So I just kind of cycle through. I'm way too addicted to D&D Beyond's features and the ability to just prank out characters like, at a Gatling gun pace. I get that. <laughs> I understand. I heard Gatling gun face. Can you have a Gatling gun face? Warforged. Warforged. Can I? You can have <laughs> Gatling's... Hey, got, uh, like stay tuned for my Mutants and Masterminds game where that shows up. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I've been playing around with the Cleric class in my other campaigns that I've been running a lot and kind of jumping onto that as well. Another one that there's just so many options that I haven't hammered down quite which one, but that Life Cleric always comes in handy for a good buff to the group and sticking with the reliable mountain troll for that, building up some good uh, stats there. And then the final one that I had come up with was the Archer, another fighter ranger crossover to lay out that DPS from afar and pick up that Colossus Slayer under the Hunter subclass and uh, use the fighter to get all the extra attacks that I can. So fighter, fighter, so we have fighter. Yes, yeah, yeah. I hear uh, 
No healing. No such thing as healing, guys. So <laughs> I, had a, I had a really bad flashback when you started going on two rapiers. Oh no. I'm just Ooh. glad Grizz isn't here. Hey, it's not okay. my fault. He rolled nat once twice, and you were within swinging distance. I don't want to hear it. Yes, it is. Um, yes, it is. Hey, Jace, do you have a name for your character yet? Yes, I do. Here, I'll text it in the chat. Hold on. Okay. Oh, you said text. I, I heard something okay. else. Or, yeah. Yeah, I got the kids to bed. <laughs> okay. No worries. Now that he's gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we could do, do like the breeders or clerics. Okay, so me and briefly had this conversation earlier in the week. Like I said, the reason I asked you guys to come up with three different concepts is because that way you guys have options, so no one feels relegated to be stuck to a particular role. The only thing that I will input to this is, is that obviously you want to at least have one melee and one spellcaster. Other than that, everything is up for grabs. But ultimately, now that you guys have had your characters and they're laying out on the table... Now, we're going to figure out how we're going to do that. So, like I said, I'm just going to watch back input when I need to. But ultimately, you guys have this conversation and we'll see and we'll go from there. <laughs> to, to be fair, I didn't, read to the be rules fair. I, didn't, I didn't read the rules entirely. I didn't know that we had to make three characters. He just said, hey, make a character. Said, okay, cool. So I made a fighter and a, and a sorcerer. It kind of got that fighter wizard going on, the fighter spellcaster, so we're good. You can play the game by yourself, then. We don't need it. <laughs> you know what? You grind us the XP. You're the number one. You're the starter Pokemon that gets the XP for the rest of the party. <laughs> and so are do you want to, are you going to be going multi-class fighter sorcerer or? Uh, I actually, so we start level two, I believe. So I already am. Okay, cool. That, oh, that yeah. works. So we've got a little bit of fighty, a little bit of blasty. Shadow. Oh, oh, you're going sneaky. Okay. I have the shadow sorcerer, so I, I want to have a little, like, shadow friend. Yo, if we're on sea at night, let's go take ships. We're all sneaky. It's the easiest Problem way to is that, uh, We're going to be like Muppet Treasure Island. We're not going to take the ships well, and then someone's going to be Tim Curry walking around. Just <laughs> You can do that. I'll be your lobster. Like, no, I'm Tim Curry. <laughs> No, I'm Dirty Dan. <laughs> to be fair, the fighter that I have has really shit decks, so I don't see me being very sneaky. So we'll see. But that's the fun of it. The dice mm -hmm. can make some incredible moments yep. and some epic fails. <laughs> one out of 20. Don't I know? I'm not recovered from that. <laughs> so one thing that so one thing that I'm noticing, I think I think I picked up from our entire thing. We don't have anyone who's really like super focused on the social aspect of things like we there like no one's mentioned a bard which i'm fine with but we, no we don't have to have a bard in the group you killed mentioned a bard oh did he no i didn't yeah, oh, yeah no, I, I did i did i did my corpse explosion warlock he is a bard warlock okay and especially because my rogue is going to have the charlatan background so he's going to be pretty good at talking his way into things and i also have my own warlock who's going to be pretty social herself yeah, my my sorcerer has good charisma, so we should be good talking wise. Well, anything. So you can it, it sounds like a lot of everybody else's characters are sort of. Everybody has we. Everybody has a tank thing. It sounds like there's a lot of like tank frontliner t types out there. So I think I'm gonna remove my barbarian from from the table. Okay. So really quick, because I forgot to mention this before the conversation. So. Amador, I told you this earlier, but whatever the final party outlook looks like, 
I'm going to be up front with this too. It's going to be my first time. I'm going to be using the Natasha's book to run a sidekick for you guys that I've incorporated in the story. So whatever you feel like the group is missing, I will be able to use that NPC to help you fill that void. Now, obviously, I'm not going to have this NPC come in and save you guys all the time, but that way you guys have something in this NPC to help you out with something you feel that you're lacking. So cool so i just wanted to be transparent about that <laughs> yeah does anyone else have the character that they are like particularly married to of their concepts that's obvious i, I really like my like, goblin yeah that sounds 20. great yeah cool <clears throat> yeah little little you know range support artillery kind of thing yeah and that can cook that can cook yeah that, that I, I love that idea so yeah i'll go ahead and put that one in do you have a, a name for the character yet or yes corvus c-o-r-v-u-s just Corvus. Corvus. That would have been really hard with uh, the Kenko again, because again, another yeah. Corvus person. Uh, <laughs> uh, goblin Fighter? Yeah. Dogs. I love you. Alright. Alright. So, what, what, oh, what you're really like? putting everything in there. Yeah. yeah. Take the peek. Yeah, I want to. One thing I can say is that I can change any of the classes I talked about in mine to whatever we would need as well. Because like, mm -hmm. I, I knew if we needed a sneakier thing, I told Mikey this too. There were a couple that I could have done a ranger or some sort of sneakier ranged attacker so that we well, can have that as well. Your reborn was going to be a sort of a assassin rogue. Yeah. But that, I was, yeah. I wasn't, yeah, that's, it's harder unless I go more archery on that, which it could be. Yeah. It's not a problem. I, I, like I said, I'm not married to any three of them. They're all really good. I really enjoy them. I know Mikey has a preference because he likes some of it, but I'm good either way. So, so I mentioned that I was taking my barbarian out of, con out of contention. One thing I will say is that I really love the story that I've been able to present, that I've come up with for him. I, I don't want to, I don't say this to try to tease out like any potential plot lines or anything like that, but there is some really cool stuff going on that I don't want to spill the beans on just yet. So, you know what? I, I am, I'm, no, I will put that one in there. I, I am going to go with that one. I am, I'm going to just go ahead and claim the, the tank role. Go for it. And, uh, barbarian. yeah, Reborn yeah, Barbarian. That. Auto lock. Let's go. Yep. And his name is Endymion. That's a really cool name. It's really cool. It was the name of the ship he was on, and he got it when he woke up and saw the uh, wreckage in front of him. That's cool. That's really cool. This is very flavorful. That's spicy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mikey, while you were gone, I made my decision. I'm playing my barbarian. Yes. <laughs> I'm excited because I've been working... The conversations we've been having, I've been slowly working on details. It's like, all right, what do I want to do with this? <laughs> well, we have a lot of fighters. I think, honestly, at this point, so I'm, I'm going to take the Reborn off the table. That, for me, at this point, <clears throat> just to play something a little bit otherwise, mm -hmm. it'd be fun to do. But I think, for me, it's it's coming down to whether I want to play a Cleric to help us out or with the Penguin, because that would just be amazing fun to play. Or do the Simic Hybrid and just make him a Ranger instead of a uh, fighter, because we don't need another fighter. And I'm more than happy to have him be that type of thing as well. Still keep the whole thing of him trying to find things and be a very bad human being. So he can't do that either. But I'm uh, sure too. That'd be cool. Could be. Ours is anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. We are lacking in the spellcasting department right now. So the cleric might be a little bit better way to go. In my that's yeah. in my that's in my opinion. Just reading the build, for lack of a better term. That's I. Are we at right now? Say again? How many fighters are we at right now? We, we are have at... a barbarian, a fighter, sorcerer, and a goblin fighter so far. 
Okay. But, and I, by all means, I'm not tied to any character. I can, with fairly decent build, uh, quick so I'm happy to go with the cleric route as well. And, of course, there's never too many clerics. I definitely do. I am more than happy to do that or uh, switch over to anything else that we might need. Ranger, you by far have uh, far more fleshed out the character route and everything there, negative age. So anything that you are really good for, I can certainly fill in that other gap. I I think for me, honestly, it's right. I think a little bit better way to go in my, that's in my, that's in my opinion, just reading the, the, build for lack of a better term that's how many fighters are we at right now say again how many fighters are we at right now we We have a barbarian a fighter sorcerer and a goblin fighter so far okay but and i by all means i'm not tied to any character i can with a fairly decent build uh so i'm happy to go with the cleric route as well and of course there's never too many clerics I definitely do. I am more than happy to do that or uh, switch over to anything else that we might need. So you by far have uh, far more fleshed out the character route and everything there, negative age. So anything that you are really good for, I can certainly fill in that other gap. I, th- I think for me, honestly, it's right. I think it'll be more fun and have a, have us have a spellcaster. I have the Simic waiting around in case we need anything to come from it say this guy, the penguin dies, I have him in my back pocket. Plus, I know Mikey wants me to play the penguin so hardcore. <laughs> so, I will play my penguin tank Twilight Cleric. I will have him for that, so we have our healer and our first spellcaster. At least keep that down. All right. I'm so happy. And what was and his what? name, John? Oswald M. Polian. Did you send that to him so he, so he got it? Yeah, I no, Oswald M. like the initial? M. Polian. It also doesn't hurt to have someone with the swimming speed. Yeah, and he has a 50-foot swimming speed, which is amazing. Ooh, that's fat. Well, so, you take away the, the trade off. the air Kokra. I waddle yeah. at 25 feet. Yeah, so that was the trade-off. When we went over it, that, when John was giving me ideas and we were talking about it, when the final product, I looked at it, I was like, yeah, for me, that tracks 50 feet swimming speed, but in uh, trade-off is you can waddle only 25 feet on land. And just the image of a penguin in heavy-duty armor just makes me smile. <laughs> His uh, mace is formed like a fish. Ice oh, could be ice, too. Slapping people with fish? <laughs> Go cut down the mightiest tree with a minnow. It's a red herring, actually. Oh, yeah. It's... I'm not going to do that. <laughs> cool. It's not like my most popular TikTok right now is, you know, me making a stupid Monty Python joke. Hey, no, Monty no Python such jokes a stupid Monty Python joke. Anyway, so mm-hmm, someone's mm-hmm. playing a Vidalkin, then they can get better, according to Monty Python. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Get you better. <laughs> Much better. I like how, okay, just to sidetrack, I like how in that opening scene, up to that art, he's releasing fucking birds into the sky <laughs> with coconut. Yep. Did anybody ever catch the moose in the third scene at the bottom left hand corner? No, I don't think I did. In the credits, this says explicitly there's this moose in the scene in the third scene in the bottom left-hand corner. I've never been able to see it because I'm dumb and I can't pay attention that long. But that's a thing. <sighs> so, we're still, so who do we have so far? We got. I'm a fighter, sorcerer, fighter, 
Uh, Will is a barbarian. And then you're... And the cleric. And the cleric, yeah. So, uh... So, Sam and Kilt. Samwise and Kilt. Please carry me, Samwise. <laughs> you can carry the Burton, but I'll carry you up. I can't the carry the ring, Mr. Frodo. But I can <laughs> carry you. I mean this in the best way possible, but I love you nerds so much. <laughs> and the classic, like, D&D Lord of the Rings thing is, uh, you have my axe. You have my bow. You have my yeah. biting social commentary. <laughs> you I have my regurgitation. There's, okay, so I mean, if you're not familiar really with... Make up a halfling little chef character that just runs around. <laughs> that, you know what? You're, you're going to be a not... tiny Gordon Ramsay. No, I'm the barbarian. Oh Never God. mind. <laughs> this food is garbage. <laughs> you can just run around. You get a meal a day. That is... God, what was the... Uh, God, because I, I did a TikTok about that. Because, uh, like, Gordon Ramsay in D&D. Is the Hydra's fucking raw? It's regrowing its head right there on my plate. Please, <laughs> just for the giggles, that'd be so great. Kel, what are you feeling? In the meantime, while we have been discussing, I did create a fourth one. <laughs> the really? addiction is real, bro. Yeah. <laughs> his name, his name mm -hmm. is Hemoglobin. Uh, oh, sorry. Is he under, tell me, he's a he's goblin no, blood hunter. No, he is a hobgoblin. Paladin. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, did, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know uh, Bloodhunters that well. Although I could respect. Basically, it's just he just he's from the range and he just goes, okay, cool, okay, cool. I don't really have anything else. I just made it. I'm like, <laughs> I needed a funny name. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out like what we could benefit from because if I use Ballista, that's just basically me being bland in the back, just going, and that's it. Dr. Fathom, I feel, is a bit out of place. Yes, he'll be a funny uh, character, but I don't know. And Corpsplosion is just... I want to do Corpsplosion, but he's not going to be very useful until higher level. Um, so I'm thinking I might go with Hemoglobin. Or, uh, I think it's spelled Globin. Uh, Hemogoblin. And stick with him as a alternate healer and just... Go do. Like an off tank. Basically an off tank, but that also off heels. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Kilt yeah. as from... You're, you're playing Alistair. I was going to say, Kilt well, as me. from... As, this is just like with my previous character being the paladin. Paladins are great. <laughs> yeah. I thought about making a uh, fighter wizard and just uh, making him a Goliath so that way I could really have a... Lighthouse. Damn it, I hate you so no. much. <laughs> Do like a grapple wizard too. All you do is hold people and. For most of you, out. that's. There. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna have a lot of references to all of our campaigns. I won't lie. <laughs> okay, so we're pretty much on track here. So we could take a little sidebar. So do you want to explain the story? <laughs> oh sure. No, Joe. You do not get to shame me, and I'm not sure which shame you're telling me about. Anyway, so. In our first campaign that I've had with Mikey and JC was our DM, we were doing Descent into Avernus, and Mikey's character was a fighter wizard who had a shield that he would cast light on, and he would use it on like a flashlight, and at one point, we just called him Lighthouse. And, uh, yeah. To be fair, 
way back in my TikTok, I actually have the stories of when Kilt almost died. Yes. When he almost... I don't know if any of you guys know who Grisquatch is. Almost... Castrated. Gris, yeah. And then the other one is when Mikey exploded a witch with Thunderwave. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. Just... The only, it's a lot of take. It's a lot of take in right now. I also get PTSD anytime in future campaigns when we run across a tapestry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. I wonder why. So, I wonder listen, why, Mikey. Why, why can't you touch a tapestry anymore, sir? So in that same campaign, one of the players, not me. <laughs> um, no, that would be a special man. I know who he is. So our big old barbarian touched the tapestry, and it so happened to be infected with green, yellow, mold, whatever. It almost TPK'd the entire oh, party. Yeah, everyone was down to one or two HP at the end of that. It was great. Oh, that's like slimy doom. It was literally like our first session. It was not even halfway through it. Oh my oh. god. All right, so We while... haven't even found Grizz yet. <laughs> Anyways. So while we're running our characters, tangent. one thing that we are technically missing at this point is a dedicated for lack of a better term, blaster caster. We don't have a warlock, sorcerer, or wizard. We have Jace is playing a fighter sorcerer, but that's not going to be have the same oomph as a dedicated caster. Yeah. And for all of my talk, and I know Mikey's going to give us a sidekick, but it would still be better. Put it this way: any of us who have ever played Kingdom Hearts know the frustration of having a sidekick for be, being the dedicated caster. Heal me. <laughs> I'm not sure if either of you guys had one of those. And once again, like I said, I do have the warlock character that I had in my back pocket. I would be, I'd be happy to switch to her if neither of you guys feel like playing a caster. And warlock, it's not going to be quite the same oomph as having a wizard or sorcerer, but it's, it'll still have that arcane power. It's better than nothing. Happy to pick up a, a wizard. I just uh, need some help building that up. I'm not super familiar with the, the getting set up with the control like, spells and everything like that. So, I haven't played too many wizards in the past. So. so I do um, have, there is a wizard character that I've been dying to play that I've had in my back pocket for a while that I wasn't 100% sure he was going to fit into the campaign that Mikey was planning here. So I'll give you a brief description of him. His name is Cunning Iver. He is a tiefling wizard, diviner specifically. And he learned magic in prison. He is a, he was a political prisoner. He basically uh, wrote anti, what's the word? Anti-propaganda. Anti-monarch pro uh, propaganda or anti-monarch mm -hmm. sentiments. Like basically anti-monarch oh. literature. Basically, and, and disseminated it and that got him thrown in prison. Figured out, and he learned divination while in prison and figured out and now that he's out again, he is happy to keep giving the king shit. But he just needs to be a little bit more careful about it. And But now he knows some divination magic, so forewarned is forearmed. He can work his way around it. Oh, you're going to be a challenge. <laughs> so I'd be happy to play that character. It, num, okay, so the question is, number one, Mikey, do you think that character would fit in your campaign? Honestly, Honestly. yes. It would. Okay. So... Here's the thing. So, with this campaign, I have, like, points as to the non-negotiables of how it's going to go. But with this world, listen, I'll give a brief description. You are, there's, 
you guys are going to be running into pirates and different things like that. So this, like, prisoner, political prisoner, I think, would work. I can make it work. <laughs> but okay. it would be a conversation me and you have as far as to yeah. where we fit right. the wizard in. But um, I can make it flexible and make it work. So I've got, like I said, I've got that in my back pocket if neither of you guys want to play a caster. Um, just on that I, note, I just created a wizard, so if anyone wants, if no one... If someone wants to do something else, I can easily switch to a wizard, no problem. So you can say your barbarian that you wanted to play. I got one. Okay, share. I would like to introduce you to Cold Bald. Oh, Jesus. <sighs> Is he a Cobalt? He is a Cobalt. No, I was going to say, not, but he better be a Vidalcan Cryomancer. He's just cold <laughs> and bald. He is a so Cobalt. So that's actually you. Yeah. Uh, he, so he's a Cobalt... He is a kobold. My brain just went out the door. He is a kobold sorcerer who deals only in ice. <laughs> Hopefully, it doesn't freeze up. It gets chilly after a while. Yeah, it happens in the heat of the moment. Sometimes you can. I, melt. I will also say, if someone else wants to play the cleric, my simic hybrid could be a warlock really quickly because he's a cultist of the deep ones, and it oh, would work no. perfectly. Well. Fathomless patron. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to play that now, honestly. Which All right, you're just like, I've changed my mind. Video. Okay, that's, I'm, I'm changing it on the overlay. Okay, I so I'm going to be human being. Oh, jeez. Man being is hyphenated. Oh, man, okay, human being is hyphenated. Oh, that's two last names. Yep, it is. He comes from a very long line of the man beings, of the, of the Innsmouth man beings. Nightmares. I could change it to the full. It's on the overlay now. It's that, official. I'm sorry, Mikey, but it'll work better that way. And I know that then Mike can play cleric pretty easily, and then we have it all set up pretty nicely. Listen, I'm co like I told you. As much as I'm biased to the penguin, I am. He's all he, the he's in the background. If we need him, exactly. he's coming. You want to make you that can, the sidekick? You want to make? Yeah, that you, you gave me an idea. Be the penguin you always wanted to be. Be the Do penguin it, you want to see in the world. Oh my god, why did you bring up SeaWorld? Oh, I gotta go, guys. Oh, no, I gotta go. No well, one can take a cleric roll and hop in there. Cool. All right, so do you have a name for your cleric? Uh, name and race for your cleric. I'm gonna go with Mountain Dwarf, and I'm gonna let the auto name generator pick that's Darlin Big Toe. Darlin Big Toe? <laughs> B-A-E-R-L-I-N-E-R-L-I-N-N. -E -N. Big Toe. Big Toe. Berlin Big Toe. All right, kill. He just has one really big toe. I can't, I, I'm at the point where I really do want to do Cold Mulder. But I, I did take your suggestion, Will, and make him a Veldalkin. Oh, no. So, yeah, I'm, I'll go with Cold Mulder. All right. Balder. Is Cole Balder from Baldur's Gate? No. Oh man. He's just oh. bald. Essentially, he's just you, but of a dog. <laughs> Basically. Sweet. That's pretty cool, man. Are you gonna be like that? What is his name? Mr. Freeze, but from like the Tim Burton movie. They just make ice puns. Oh over no! There. Oh no! Oh no! I... You you just saddled us with Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze. First of all, one of the best. Oh. Will? <laughs> it is the coming of the next Ice Age. Just... <laughs> I can't do his accent. I'm terrible with it. 
What to kill the dinosaur? Oh, Amador, this is why you are on the same wavelength. <laughs> so, fun fact about that movie: who was supposed to be Mr. Freeze originally? Patrick Stewart. Oh, oh my God! No way. <laughs> that arguably would have been a better Mr. Freeze. Okay, the thing is, okay, and all those one-liners. That wasn't Schumacher. That wasn't the scriptwriter. That was all Arnie. Yeah. Yep, that was all him. Like, he insisted that they be added to the script. That man is magical. It's a magical man. I tried putting my hair up. It's Let's not working. Kick some ice. Have a nice, refreshing chill out. Oh, my goodness. All right, so we have our party. So everyone's cool with their choices, right? Tydak, oh, you, yeah. Corvus, Endymion, Cole, and Berlin. Awesome. <laughs> Do we get to roll now? Do we get to do no, that? it's cold. Not cold like C O L D. Yeah. Okay. If you like want it, you literally... can put an apostrophe in there, make you know, make it look fancy, but <laughs> make it tasteful. Make it glottal. Ooh. <laughs> ah. Cool. Alrighty. So, like I mentioned, now that the party has been finally established, Directions. I can begin work on the sidekick. <laughs> which I'm excited for. It's I have a quick question. Here. Yes. Uh, for our character sheets, do we just go to manual and then press the roll button for our ability scores? That's what I typically do. But how are we doing this? I have. I can. How do you want to? Yeah. Do you want to do four d sixes or what are we doing? Be like, you're not the DM. Will I am? Are you cutting now? You can roll the dice for me. That would be. No. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I have nothing against digital dice. I don't because I like this. But though. but if you want to use the D and D Beyond Roller, you can. It's just for me. If I'm going to fail, I rather it be by my own hand than. That's what I'm saying. Way. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> can you do it for me at some point? You don't want to roll for your own stats? <laughs> oh, I didn't know I had that choice. That's why I asked. I mean, you can you, you can do it in the D and D Beyond way. Okay. You can just roll the dice, cause me and you. Oh, by the way, I still got to give you your dice bag back that I've had for a year now. <laughs> I know. I but we're okay to use physical dice, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. You get to, you can use physical dice or the D and D Beyond roller. And here's the rule: if you when you get your stats, if anything is lower than an eight, you can roll an additional D six and add it to that. Okay. Ooh, I like that. Me too. I like re-rolling. It makes it either worse or better. Excuse me. Come here, note. Oh yeah, I have notes in this thing. Carry on. No, I really (laughs) wish I could keep the the stats that I rolled on D&D. They came out really good, and these are coming out not as good. Okay, so Will, I will tell you this. If... Your stats that you currently have are better than what you're rolling. You may use the stats on D&D Beyond. I'm not going to make you do that. <laughs> and he threw his notebook. Is your, ladies and gentlemen. No, 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 we're now. just starting the game. I still need this. <laughs> I was like, why are you throwing it? You still need it. <laughs> Sheesh. No. We're going to... That is... Right. No. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not allowed here. Is that not welcome? I'm gonna get a different D6. Hold up. Listen, I got PTSD. Remember, when I when you teach, these trends happen, and at, I kid you not, how many times in class I'm like, guys, we're taking a test. Don't, 
I was like, save the TikTok for later. I need the TikTok now. Can't prove shit. Pixar didn't happen. Oh boy. All right. So as you guys are getting that all together for you guys and for everyone else watching, I will basically go over the adventure primer a little bit. So with the conversations that you may have heard, the theme of this campaign is going to be very nautical. So you guys are going to be traveling a lot on the sea and on land as well. So just to keep that in mind. Now, as far as the overall theme, I told Jace this, but I think the best way I describe it is when I describe things, I like to take a lot of stuff from pop culture. So think of this campaign as Pirates of the Caribbean mixed with Cthulhu minus the racism from H.P. Lovecraft. Oh my god. <laughs> so in this campaign, yes, you guys... What I have planned for you guys are going to be dealing with some very other planar beings. So, like, oh. the fine spaghetti monster? Mikey, I need to send you a message in chat. I'm not in trouble. No, it's a quick question. Oh, um, okay. Shoot. Hold on. It's not a question I can ask. Uh, no, a message. The... That's what I meant. <laughs> Amador, those are pretty average stats. I dig it. <laughs> I know. It, hey. It'll get better when I'm level four. Don't worry. Because, <laughs> well, honestly, have... go ahead. I have one, two, three, four, five. Five of my six stats are odd numbers. So when I level up, they'll be even. So I'll get plus. I'll get the pluses on them. So it's not an entirely bad thing. That's if I make it that far. I just posted mine in chat. Okay, I see. Thank you, thank you. To be fair, it's not that rabbit folk this morning to show you, Mikey. <laughs> oh, God. Bro, plus seven, the way that you built it, plus 17 to initiative is bonkers. What? <laughs> I go first every time. <laughs> this is not a secret, but the one of the newest Unearthed Arcana is like Folk of the Feywild. So it's like four different races. So you have rabbit folk, owl folk, a fairy and a fey goblin and essentially they just it, good old amazon leaks all the good stuff when it comes to D&D. so the next two books there's one releasing in there's one releasing in september and it is a adventure module with the fey wild so that's always fun and then the one in november is I don't know exactly what it's going to contain, but it's another Magic the Gathering kind of, like, collaboration. Oh, it might be, what is it, Eldraine? Is that what they called it? So, so it's a, so from what I researched, the it's going to be based in Strickhaven? Strixhaven? Strixhaven. It's the new, it's the new definitely not Harry Potter setting. Yeah, Eldraine was definitely not just fairy tales. Exactly. Uh, Mike, I don't know if you saw that, it says put your thing at level two. Your character, not. Oops. Also, yeah, Mikey, I just sent you that question in a Discord chat. All right, I'm reading it now. <laughs> okay. And okay, so how do you want to do the dice rolling? Uh, just angle the um, camera. You could roll natural dice, or you could do the on the DD Beyond. It's your choice. Dealer's choice. Whatever you're more comfortable with is what he was saying. Yeah. I, are we doing that now? And just kind of aim my camera down. 
No, you don't yeah. have to. You don't have to. I, I trust you guys with your dice rolls. <laughs> I appreciate that. I do too. He's got a fancy little thing, and I got this little shit felt. <laughs> you can get 10% off on a good rolling. Yeah, like nah, that's nice. Now, see, Mike, I think I feel like you've become quite a bit of a dice goblin. Am I correct in, in stating that? Not if you knew some of the. I've got a friend that's got 26 sets of dice, and then I just want, when I started going to D&D uh, &D Beyond, I thought that was a lot. And then I walked in, and this dude had gone to Home Depot and bought like a whole effing toolbox and filled like the whole top like section that's like this thick and probably about three feet wide and like a foot and a half full of dice. That I that's a dice goblin. Like I couldn't even. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's gonna be great. Oh my goodness! You, you, you need a set of dice for every new character in session. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! That means I gotta get new ones for this guy. Uh, have you guys seen those like necromancer metal dice that have been going around lately? I want to pick them up, but they're like <laughs> really—they're like a hundred dollars, and I'm like, <laughs> but they're like die cast. They're like really cool. There's—they have—they have a D2 all the way to the d20 so it's not bad for handmade metal dice and for they have more than just a regular seven i think it's not a bad deal you could choose this whatever is only, this is the only metal dice i have and the only reason i have these is because mikey not this one that one bought me them for my birthday Ooh, those are really pretty they're like metal. little mermaid scales on them <laughs> also your guys' dices are really pretty. I got lame dice. What the heck? I got Oh these are my three favorites. Ooh. Ooh, those are really pretty. I like the middle ones. And then I the have one table more. killers. Yeah, they are table killers. <laughs> metal dice are table killers. You need dice trades for that. Poor dice tray. Just don't lose the D four metal ones, because you thought the plastic Ooh. ones were bad. See? Oh those are yeah, it's as Legos. The best ones that I have access to right now are these guys. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. Wait a minute. Are we bring them closer. Does that have runes on it? What is that? Are those the big jumbo ones by Yeah, the Wizkid? jumbo ones, yeah. Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> Sick. I forgot. I sure I had these, but... Is this... Oh, what? It, it's, it's, it's a little bitty oh. one. Oh, and the DM is... Oh, I, need I, just more really, I, I missed the D4 from that set. I like my, my dice tray for this is going to be perfect because it is maybe Cthulhu. Nice. Oh. Is this like the part in American Psycho where everyone's showing each other's business, business cards? cards? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brad in the chat is saying, stay away from Artisan Dice, fellas. Is that a brand or? Yes, Artisan Dice is a brand and they are expensive. Ah, gotcha. Mm. Like, they have a Jack Daniels barrel set that I absolutely will murder someone for. I don't think Twitch is like Twitch will use this. Yeah, just use the M word. Kill. Come on now. Where's the JK? JK. Where's the JK? Where's the just kidding? I know, I know it's only a way to hold your dice, but I just got this today with the new set my friend got me, and I think it's badass how it opens. Oh, sick! That is pretty nice. Cool. That is really cool. That is um, really rad. Do you need me to send you the link for my character? Mikey, you can if you want. Just make sure it that when you guys put in the campaign thing. 
Yeah, I was going to say, once you finish building your characters, you guys can assign them to the campaign. That way I can look at them later, too. Or if you don't have pretty things, like a lot of the things downloaded for D&D Beyond, you can, assign your, you can build your character in there and you can find more things. That's what mm -hmm. I did. Yeah, because I enabled content sharing, so... I mostly have all the source books that allows you for the classes and the races, so pretty much it. Uh, where is the where is the link for the campaign? I sent it in a couple of chats. Uh, I'll go grab it. Hold on, it's right here for me. Yeah, it's, it's in, in uh, session zero. Okay. Session zero. Yeah, okay, Kilt cool. putting in the session zero channel. So. Right. Grazie, grazie. That's just taking me to the campaigns page. Yeah. So if well, it's opening up my campaigns. Strange, because it, it gives me uh, call the deep. How about the one I okay, just... Okay, that, yeah, that one works. Pokemon. If you scroll down, you should be able to see where you can add it or yep. assign a character. Yep, I got it. He's in there now. One, two, three, four, five, six. We have six people, trying, right? That's, yeah, that's it. I'm trying yeah. to get my guy in there. It's just he's not there done yet, but he'll get there. Because now I've changed his class completely. I'm like, okay, all right, I gotta get all that under there. It's fine. You chose the coolest class, the coolest subclass for a warlock right now. That makes sense with him. Come on. Yeah, but still the coolest one. All right, so we've got. A, there, was there anything else that you needed us to put together, or Mikey? Since we've got our characters up there now. Yeah. So now that we have characters done and everything, really. Yes, sir. Wasn't it? We had to figure out what we got. Uh, how we know each other in the party. Yes, and that's what we're gonna get to in a little bit. Now that we've established characters, you guys will have homework over the next like two, three weeks. If you haven't already with these new characters, most of you made new characters, just quickly come up with the backstory and then throughout the weeks I will talk to you guys because I have a question, I have a singular question for each character in terms of what are they trying to accomplish, what's their personal goal, that kind of stuff. But now, so like you said, Jace, the next thing that we're going to do is we're going to establish relationships between characters. Now, the reason that I am doing this is because while I do enjoy complete strangers coming together and forming a party essentially like that, I don't necessarily have to worry about it too much with this group, but at least establishing a relationship between one, at least one other character kind of avoids the whole scenario of when there are opposing viewpoints and you guys are complete strangers. It's like from a story perspective, when you're at odds with when characters are at odds with each other and don't agree with anything if they're complete strangers there's no real reason for them to be like all right let me hear you out no this is right this is wrong blah 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 all that stuff and in all honesty it will make my job a lot easier to tie you guys into this campaign so it's just not we're starting from ground zero but you guys have either been friends or things like that or at least heard of each other at some point through various means which I can finagle with. So, give me a sec. In the session zero chat, I'm going to establish like the list of relationship types that you guys can have. So once I post that, just take a look over for those and then we can go from there. We'll figure out how you guys are relationship established and come up with some fun background story with that. So, do we need to have a connection to every other member of the party? No. So, to make it easier, um, I'm just going to have one. So, all you guys need to do is one. 
we can try to make it varied, but if one person is connected, it okay. Really, this relationship is for me to figure out when we start the actual campaign in a couple weeks with session one. It'll help me figure out where you guys are at and things like that. Sure. Alrighty, so the list is now in session zero. So this is just an example list of 20 different ideas, but if you think of something else, by all means, we can do that too. So for everyone on Twitch, the example list that I created is as follows. So the types of relationship that these guys can have with one another, starting from the very top, they could be siblings, was saved by, served with, protected, adventured with, friendly rival, childhood friend, magically bound, survived, escaped, apprentice, acolyte, idolizes, drinking buddies, business associate, lost a bet to them, is indebted to someone, was trained by them, a dueling partner, or my personal favorite, on the run. Let's see. Technically, my character's running from the... So, let's see. Hold on. Let me pull it up again. He would be running from the... Don't download it. View it. Put this in, please. So, I don't really want to read the background of my whole character, because it is pretty long, and I was bored. Does anyone in the group... Is anyone taking the sailor background? I took the far traveler background. Because I think served with, that might be... That's because... Given the fact that my character's only like memories are about for are from the last month or so, served with might be one of the best ones because he's been working on ships, trying as a way to you know make ends meet, living in inns and trying to make sense of what the fuck happened to him. So I feel like if someone that has the sailor background would be someone that I served on a ship with. Okay, so. Since Kilt, since you picked the sailor background, you cool with Will having that establishing relationship with your character? Yes. Okay, cool. Bam. Solved. Beautiful. I need to come up with a character voice for this guy. The best part. So, my turn. I would like Cold Boulder to be drinking buddies and a friendly rival to human being. I love that even more because I speak Vidalkin, so we can go back and do speak When we speak Vidalkin, we have to choose an accent and stick to it when we're in that language. And then so in comment, we have another I, one completely different. Actually, I would, I would like to argue that since you guys would be the only two speaking it, you could speak your normal no accent, but when you're speaking to everyone else, you would have an accent have to do for the them. Voice, yeah. Yes. We put an accent on. Yeah, so you guys are going to be speaking the same language, so you guys have the same kind of accent. And also, if you're going to speak, if you're going to use the accent when you speak Vidalkin, you got to make sure it's not an accent that anyone else is using. So my, so for as I'm just sitting here brainstorming character voices for Endymion, I think everybody in this chat is going to hear a bit of my heritage in this one. I think I'm going to make, I'm oh. going to, I'm giving him the Boston accent. Uh, wait, I'm giving him. The, I'm giving him the Northeast. I'm probably gonna. I, I'm not gonna make him go full Maki Mock. It's gonna be it's Donnie. You're just gonna be Donnie. It's gonna be a couple registers lower because he's a confused guy. I might even send him maybe a little bit further north so that he's got a bit more of that Maine that I uh, kind of can't get there from here. Um, go up there. Stephen King lives up there. Yeah, exactly. That's that's dangerous territory. That's but uh, but yeah, I'm gonna give him the Boston accent. 
Beautiful. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm going to make human being. I'm going to switch it over and just do the Werner Herzog when he speaks common. <laughs> Hello. It's very nice to see all of you here today in this wonderful place where we all drink and make fun. It's it's quite nice to be here and eating the food of the people. Okay, Joe Tripp in the chat says, "You never hear a Boston in fantasy." Okay, I am I am a I am an aspiring voice actor from the Boston Greater Boston area, so I have thought about this entirely too much. The thing about Boston accent is that you don't say Boston. The O sound is more like an A W. It comes out like Boston. Uh, yeah. You say Boston if you're from Chelsea. So the other fun things that a lot of people point out are you drop the R's, and so you don't always drop the R's. Now, obviously, if it's before a vowel, then you have to do it because then it just the word just doesn't make sense. Yeah, so like Boston, B-A-W-S-T-O-N. And, and honestly, the second O is more like a schwa sound, so it comes out more like an I. So it's like Boston. The other thing is that the R's, when you say, if you look at the classic example of park the car in Harvard Yard, um, the R is not always dropped. If a word ends with the letter R, but the next word starts with a vowel, you shift the R from the end of that word to the start of the next one. So like with Pak the Ka and Havid Yad, you hear it. It's Pak the Ka Rin Havid Yad. And no. <laughs> and no one is half the battle. Jeez. You did miss it a little bit there. The moi. The moi. Okay. Hey, I, I went to the Connecticut School of Broadcasting to be in radio, and one of the first so things... So did I! And one of the first things they teach you going to the Connecticut School of Broadcasting to be in radio is that if you want a job anywhere besides your hometown, pick your R's back up. And that is one of the most... That is the only thing that I've really kept. So if you hear me speak next to my brother, like my brother has the thickest Boston accent. Almost like when I stopped using it, he had to make up for it, so it's... So, honestly, speaking in character for this guy, it, it's actually going to be weird because I'm so used to not using my accent. It's... <laughs> the more you use it, it's going to come out in your stream. Exactly. It's going to come up more and more. <laughs> I don't have... Draw backwards. Uh, uh, that's a hydrate from draw backwards. Also don't have a drink. Hey! I need a poor beer. I, I don't, okay, I so don't so have that... So I know draw backwards. Like, funny enough, voices, also Mike, like you guys so can. now there's four. It's... If anything, my voice is going to go down a little roughier when I'm speaking as the Dragonborn, but as far as that, I'm... I can't really do much more than be a little gruffy and act like a little bit of Gary the Goblin. Now, now I do have ask, since he is a psychic Dragonborn, though, does he have a psychic voice as well that's, like, high-pitched <gasps> or something else? That would be really creepy, but we could work in that in. I'm sure I could figure a voice out for the psychic part. Although a psychic dragon, all I'm going to be able to hear in my head is, like, Whoever did the voice of Professor X in the X Men comics, uh, X Men cartoon from the nineties? Oh my god! Oh my god! god. I am Professor Charles Xavier. <laughs> As opposed to the horrible uh, Pride of the X Men. Yeah, probably a little bit of that. I, honestly, they might have been the same voice actor. They sounded, I don't think so. they sounded very like in my memory. They sound very similar. Maybe I'm just conflating the two, but but anyway. All right, Let's back see. to Hold character relationships. So, Jace, I know what we talked about with Tidak is his backstory he's leaving where he was coming from he's so pretty much what... on the run from the masters of the ring so he was a gladiator fighter and if anything a, bu a bunch of his let's see hold on gotta remember I wrote out a lot so he's a gladiator fighter that was taken from slavery thrown into a gladiatorial basically to just see when he dies 
He, ma he met a fighter there, and that's where he learned to get, become a fighter. He gained some ground in the fighting ring, and then uh, the Are Masters it? of the Ring wanted him to die, for sure. So they couldn't really get him to die, so they grabbed his mentor and threw him against things that was no chance he was going to win. And that's how his mentor's death is what caused the sorcerer to come. So he, after he got his sorcering bloodline kicked in, he just like, all right, I'm out. Fuck this. Fuck this shit. Like, I'm, I'm out. out. Okay. So yeah. So let me think. Don't do that. It's dangerous. Listen, when you're trying to plan a campaign, that's all you ever do. Kilt will know this. My brain has been on overload the last I, month and a half putting this together. Thing I'm waiting for this campaign is when Michael's. I need more decency. If we're gonna go with like on the list of what you said, Mikey, protected by would be one, or escaped with would be another one that would be really good. Uh, I would also like to chime in and say I'd probably go for like adventured with. Okay. So if anybody wanted to adventure with me before this whole party met together, that would be a possibility. I'd also like to... I'll get back to you on the second one, but definitely adventured with... My little goblin companion. <laughs> hey, that's not nice. <laughs> okay. I miss my goblin. No, I it was a Goliath it. companion. No, Listen, not referring we put to this him. to a vote, Kilt, and you were cool with it. <laughs> yep. Oh, I'm, I'm just remembering something else, and I have to deal with it on Tuesday. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. Mm, so, Tanner. Uh. <laughs> Human also being. I also wouldn't mind being saved by somebody's character either. That'd be pretty cool, too. I think Hugh may have saved you. Yeah, and then oh, I my... ate whatever you saved me from. Exactly. I, I introduced you to the delicacies of the deep, <laughs> and you just could not get over how wonderful they were. Call the the first time I tasted calamari. I lied. Oh, that was my buddy calamari. Yeah, it was. He was a third cousin. You guys don't talk about him. He was removed multiple <laughs> times. You removed him. Can we please I go with that? All right. We're going with it. I make the finals. <laughs> I don't mind. I I would love that. That'd be pretty cool. Cool. Okay. Baller. All right. Let's see. Everyone gets to pick one, so it doesn't have to be the same person who picked you. So, Jace, do you have a character in mind? Let's start with there. Is there any of these characters that you would have an established relationship with? Hold on. Like I said, I'm going to go look and see what would be. And like I said, the, the 20 things is just a suggestion. If you think of something else, too, by all means... So, um, going down the path with Hugh, seeming like it's going to be our, our face there. Uh, uh, can you remind me of what your background was and kind of like where your launching point is for your character? Sure. So he's a fathomless warlock. He is a redeemed cultist of the cult of Dagon who came up to, to basically stop or bring his master up, basically. But he's liked what he's seen on the world, but he's a horribly disguised Simic hybrid with a horrible human skin thing that he's wearing. He's not really the most... He's charismatic, but he's just not... He's awkward. So that's really weird that on the face, because I'm trying to pass as human, and I'm really failing hard. It reminds me of the... You ever seen the Invader, the new Invader Zim movie? Where uh, <laughs> clone the dad... 
he's just a giant fish. That's what I'm thinking. You are I'm, basically. Yeah, yeah. So I'm working towards bringing, like, my, my goal is I'm going to find this artifact to make Dagon rise and the whole world will love it. And then he'll see what's so great up here and let us all eat the world. But on the other side of it, I want to make I, like I want to see what, like, I'm, I'm basically on, like, my holiday, this my, my, my years abroad, <laughs> learning what's up in human town. Okay. Um, so what, what came to mind as I was fine-tuning the uh, cleric was Preacher uh, from Firefly. And just booking on board, taking the far traveler background and just going around and spreading the word and just trying to help folks out. So feel like latching on to the Simic hybrid that wants to get the, the, the world eaten. Might be you're going to convert me, I'm aren't you? You're going to convert me. Oh, God. No, no, no. It's not that you're trying, it's not that you're trying to, that they're trying to convert each other. It's the, a priest, a rabbi and a zombie walk into a bar. So... <laughs> My gosh. Tell so, me again about your deity and how he loves his people the way that mine does not. Mine eats us from the inside and makes us feel as if there is the hopelessness. All of <laughs> they had Wait, who is the rabbi then? John, oh, it, yeah. it just dawned on me. I like. Have you ever read Rat Queens? Yes. You're playing D. Oh, I was being <laughs> original. Oh, God. He's just like, hold on. Bam. <laughs> Oh, and actually, oh it's fun, funny that you met when you talk about it, it being the rabbi. Dwarves in, or at least Tolkien's dwarves, have a very strong Jewish inspiration. So much so that I've actually seen, back in third edition anyway, I remember people mentioning that dwarven clerics were referred to as rabbi. Yeah, they were a rabbi. They were, they were considered a rabbi of Moradin. So if you want to play, <laughs> if you want to play with that, knock yourself out. It's but don't actually knock yourself out. Don't actually Are knock yourself out. Are we going to create the most utopian religion ever? That's, that's great now. i got to figure out. We're going to create a religion, you guys. That's so, a lot of world building. Are you kidding? And converting people. They're going to want to convert people. At least I would. Okay. And not so to mention, for my... like, and if you're talking, you're talking about coming up with religions and deities, something brought me back to life, and I don't know what the fuck did. Well, <laughs> mine went there. Our... Like, and you know what? We give that two chefs kiss. <laughs> Oh, this is so genius. World, I cannot wait. World building, my dude. Okay, so, yeah. Jace, real quick. So, are you both... So, John and Mike, you guys are cool with trying to convert each other as your established relationship? I think we're going to have a very good, like... It, it's like the Pope and the head of the, the Jewish, you know, faith coming together and just enjoying a nice ride out in the sea to see the world. Okay, so I'm going to out myself, and this is for the internet, too, because when I do references, pop culture and manga are my basically... There's a manga out there... This relationship just reminds me. There's a manga out there that's basically Jesus and yep. Buddha. It's comical too. What's the name? Something Young Men. Yeah, something like that. I uh, was just like, great read. I loved it. Yeah, I, didn't it get made into a TV show too in Japan? It did. It does have. It a did. Yeah. So Je I'm just like, this, this is oh, beautiful. Jesus and Buddha are roommates. Oh my God, they were roommates. Super <laughs> I think friends. I can come up with since everyone else has a, a connection and I have yet yet to have one and Mike brought up he took the far traveler if anything he found me because as a gladiator I was all bandaged up and damaged from fighting so if anything he just like alright come here essentially like a travel missionary essentially yeah cool okay and now you're his muscle sure ooh <laughs> off the preacher vibe hey uh, my guy's a lot less uh <laughs> Anybody that happens to die from my attacks, just up oh, God wills it. This uh, specific on kneecaps, and then anybody that happens to die from my attacks, just up oh, 
God wills it. Wait, 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 wait. So your philosophy is lives at the intersection of preacher book and Draco from Rocky. If he Drago. dies, <laughs> Drago, that's his name. <laughs> if you've killed anyone at that point, I then push them into any body of water because then I can feed the feed my deity and let him go. <laughs> my patron, let him. Uh, you know, it's it's all good. The world revolves around each other. Yeah, are we an evil party? Are we an actually evil party? I don't know. No, we're chaotic. We're just chaotic. <laughs> I, I okay. So now that okay, so what? I pretty much have everyone. So John, now you get to pick. I was actually gonna. Will said it earlier. I know something about Will's back, background because I know who put him back together. Okay. And I've been searching for him because he's actually integral to what I'm trying to do. Oh, uh, we're gonna have some fun conversations so over the next. <laughs> I don't know whether it's him or something inside him. I don't know which it is. Hey, the troll told the the boys. So I'm gonna do everything I can to make sure he survives, but also get to know him a bit better. Oh, this is gold. <laughs> Nine thousand IQ right there. That was a great play. Oh no! Don't say that. <laughs> Will's just pissed that I'm using him for all of my good stuff. No, no, are you kidding? This this, this is delightful. <laughs> Listen, You're just spoon feeding Michael at this point. Yeah. Like Listen, we writers, we know this is like when we collab together and bounce ideas off each other. It makes it, it gives us a different perspective and gives us new ideas. Especially for me, because now I was like, do I want to make this good or do I want to torture them emotionally? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Because both will benefit you for your audience. Be like, they're along for the ride. You make me feel things. I'm like, good. <laughs> Cult, you are the ride. You take yourself down the, into the depths. So does does that mean your cult is basically is the Anthony Bourdain? Your body is a temple. Not, your body's not a temple. It's an amusement park. Enjoy the ride. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. my gosh. Our, our Lord Dagon enjoys the ride inside me at all times. It's writhing and moving. And <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 Twitch chat. Twitch chat. I, I, this isn't Fisherman's Wife, and it's close. I've, I've seen enough hentai <laughs> to know where this is going. <laughs> hey, that's... No, no, no. I'm playing a Simic hybrid. Who knows? <laughs> if your character dies, I'm eating your character. This isn't Long John Silvers. You know, but, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, wait, so real quick question, John. Your character's a Simic hybrid. Simic hybrids get to choose their mutation. I know. Which one are you going with? <laughs> so for the first level, I have the manta ray wings. <laughs> At level five, I get to have the tentacles. He's a late bloomer. The yeah. only reason I didn't take the other, I was going to take underwater adaptation, but I'm like, I'm a warlock with a fathomless. I already get that, so yeah. I don't need that. And I don't think I'm going to be... I could take climbing, because we're going to be on ships, but I think the Manta wings are much more fun. Yeah. You you hey. could be our you could be our Q-Man torpedo. <laughs> wow. So, in, the event, <laughs> in the event of a water landing, I can also be used as a flotation device. So I will say that this additional relationship connection just uh-huh. made my... Because I, I thought it was all decided on which uh, barbarian subclass I was going to go with once I hit level three. That just, uh-huh. this just made it harder. Window. It's still I still have it narrowed down to two, huh. but I have no idea which one I'm gonna go with at this point. We'll have to see what happens well, over the between now and level three. That's not very far. No, it's not. <laughs> right around the corner. It's like you have two weeks. <laughs> no! Just around the river bend. Alrighty. Actually, since we're talking about maybe possibly oh, doing things in the world, everyone cool with the relationships that we just established so far? Yeah, I'm so. All right, Pretty cool. I see. So, so now, let me give a little more details. So, 
with this campaign, I mentioned that you're going to be on ships and things like that. But more specifically, in the adventure primer, I basically outlined everything. But essentially, this campaign is going to be uh, mostly on the Sword Coast. So within the sea around the cities of Neverwinter, Waterdeep, and Baldur's Gate, as well as the islands off to the side in the sea as well. So the majority of the campaign is going to be taking place in that. So like I said, there's going to be a lot of nautical stuff. There might be... No, it's definitely... If you're going to have pirates in the world, of course you might run into some pirates. I have plans for that, so that's going to be fun. When we cross that bridge, or... Yes. Rather. Gangplank. The, the original gangplank. And essentially, like I mentioned too, down to the depth below. As I mentioned previously too, the way that this campaign is designed, it's Pirates of the Caribbean mixed with Call of Cthulhu minus the racism. So essentially, I'm not going to give too many details, but you guys are going to be dealing with not only the problems of the material plane, but you're going to be dealing with things coming from other planes. So just be prepared for that. I hope we don't get the color from this from space that would be terrible <laughs> don't smile like that i'm just gonna that. hope that all of you get the insmith look at some point we all oh! go down together and writing notes now <laughs> <laughs> this is great they're just telling me what to do they're just telling me how to traumatize them all we gotta do is separate the party at least once oh are you sure you want to do that <laughs> sure no. absolutely it wouldn't be the first time where I had to do different scenes when you split the party, so it'll work. Okay, so if you guys have any questions about campaign setting later, you can always message me. So there's one other thing that I wanted to do before we start wrapping up a little bit. Uh, real quick, though, I do want to kind of respond to a comment that's in the chat. Brad3891 says, at least no one's a bard or there'd be a the shape of the water. Friend, we have a Vidalkin and a Simic hybrid. We've got the other side of it. <laughs> they are the water. <laughs> And to add on to that, like I mentioned earlier in the stream too, I'm going to be creating a sidekick. Just wait and see. Literally. <laughs> I cannot wait for this. Oh, it, we won't have to wait too long. Okay. So last bit of like actual business that I need, we need to take care of is really quick expectations for the campaign. Earlier in the weeks, I sent you guys the RPG consent uh, sheet that all of you guys have filled out telling me what your comfort level is with a variety of topics. So taking that into consideration, at least right now, I'm not planning anything too crazy on stuff like that, but that's not to say that things might come up. And so my expectations for this game is I'm going to be completely upfront with this right now. This campaign is meant to be fun. That is my ultimate goal for this. If you guys are having a good time, the story could be trash. I, I don't think it will be. But as long as you guys are having a good time, I'm okay with it. Now, when, with that being said, there are a couple of non-negotiables that I have in far, as far as my game goes. And like I said, you guys are the perfect player, so I don't foresee this being a problem. But I do have to go over this so that way everyone understands. My non-negotiables are be respectful of my NPCs, especially my female NPCs. Um, Sleep not with every saying... one of them, Mikey, just saying. <laughs> that was not my fault, okay? And you were afraid we weren't going to have a bar. Here's the this thing. Game, so... we're... 
this is well what i mean is, is like be respectful of my female npcs don't treat them if the way that my rule of thumb works is is that don't say or do anything that you wouldn't say to your significant other or your partner if you botch your seduction role just walk away yes <laughs> so that's my one non-negotiable number two I don't... Here's the thing. So, obviously, you're going to be killing stuff. So, that's all fine with me. However, at, there are going to be at some points where you guys run across animals and children. There's a hard line, especially given my profession, that if something were to happen to animals or specifically children, I'm not going to go into detail about what's going on, and I'm not going to do... Mess, like... I'm not going to cross the line with it because in good taste, especially as a teacher, I can't do that. <laughs> so you don't want to pull a South Park and play kick the baby. Saying. The example I was going to make is... Old pets and not so much vermin and deer. And... Well, I, I, I think the more common example, at least over the last couple of weeks, was what happened on Critical Role. There was an instance where I guess one of the characters was reincarnated as a child and the child version of them like they were still a jerk but like they died they were killed in a rather graphic fashion and that was one of the instances that everybody was calling out critical role for not having content warnings especially because that particular episode was pre-recorded yeah but uh, yeah it's that sort of thing i gotcha yeah nothing too explicit now the other non-negotiable too and this is just more for personally me and then also Everyone's different, so Amador, you can chime in with this too. Given the group that we have here, and I'm going to be as tactful as I say about this, racism is going to be a thing that I'm going to be very wary of, especially when it comes from my perspective as a POC content creator myself and running this game too. If I'm going to have issues of racism, I'm going to try to handle it as best as I can. Preferably, I would not like to have it, but given the lore of D&D, there are times where it may or may not come up. But I'm going to be trying to be very careful with it, especially because I don't want to... One, I don't want to give out the wrong message to the people who are watching the stream when we do this game. And number two, I'm going to be very careful with it because I don't want... And I'm not saying this is going to happen, but I don't want the narrative to go out there, especially because I'm only speaking from my personal experience. I don't want that to be the basis of the entire populace of my culture and things like that as the sole voice, if that makes sense. So when it comes to issues of racism, I'd rather not have it in my game. But if it makes sense for the story, then I'm going to do it. But I'm going to be very tactful with it, if that makes sense. And then obviously... And this goes into my next thing, too. The other non-negotiable, taking inspiration from Will from the game that we played, the red, the red Rule and then the X. So the Red Rule is that, at especially when it comes to relationships of the romantic kind, the Red Rule essentially is that, kind of what you said earlier, if you fail the seduction the red or... Rule, the Red Rule specifically deals with unnatural mental influence. Stuff like in in D and D's case it would be stuff like charm person or dominate person. If you're if you use that to try to coerce something sexual out of a person, and the player is not comfortable with that, it, it automatically fails. That is invoking the red rule, and you can invoke the red rule on and it can be a case by case basis. 
if it's if it's all in I will use this word with air quotes good fun then if everyone at the table is cool with it and you can go you can let it fly you can let it slide but if someone's uh, no I don't want that I do not want this happening to my character you can say it's that's the red rule you invoke the red rule it, you automatically succeed on the save you automatically it, it automatically does not work on you thank you so then it's a big R word then yes yeah the, yes use it using enchantment spells for anything basically honestly it like it's really and in my opinion it's using the enchantment spells for anything sexual really because that's it, it removes consent it, it removes the option of consent and therefore mm -hmm. excuse me removes the option to not consent I should say so it's that is the most important thing yes so yeah automatic that's the red rule and the X card is just it's a very common tool used in RPGs if you are ever uncomfortable with something that is happening whether we've brought it even if like before you said yeah I'm fine with it but then in the moment you're like I'm not as cool with this you basically just you can say the words X card you can do this you can do like it somehow signify I'm not cool with what's happening retcon and it will be retconned thank you lovely yep. explanation but yeah but other than that's pretty much really the only like stuff as far as my Oop. He'll, he'll be back. He's, he's dealing with his job. Yeah. Ah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, cool. But yeah, so those are pretty much my non-negotiables and things like that. But other than that, this game is about fun. I'm going to try to mix. I want to keep it lighthearted, but not in a way where it takes away from the story. Because there are some things you guys are going to oh, run yeah. up against. that. But ultimately, it's fun first. I don't really care about being rules lawyer so if you talk to me about wanting to do something and we talk it through and i think about it and i'm cool with it then that's fine now granted you're not gonna i'm not gonna have you like pull a keyleth and jump off a cliff just because you think you can if you do that i'm just gonna say okay how high is this cliff and then we'll go from there so i'm pretty relaxed with all that but if you do something stupid there are consequences i can jump off a cliff that high Stop it. <laughs> I can too. And it will hurt. What have I done? <laughs> I have a question. Yes. I'd like to hope this doesn't happen, but if it ever happens between characters having different ideologies anyways, how do you feel towards PvP like character? Like more than just infighting. We're trying to like kill Mur murder each other. Yeah. Okay. So like you said, I don't necessarily think it can but it's one of those situations where we'll deal with it should it arise mm -hmm. but what I'll say for now with that I think I will say depending on what caused the fight to happen I will either as if it makes sense story wise I may let it happen but obviously because there's other players here if they choose to intervene in all this too then that works as well yeah. So I will say for now, if it makes sense as far as what's going on currently in the story arc, then that is a possibility. I'm okay with it. But like I also said, it's one of those things that we will deal with once we cross that bridge, if we okay. cross that bridge. I thought I'd just ask. 
no, and I'm totally, and I'm glad you did because that's something I didn't think about. <laughs> it's at least fresh in my mind from the game we're playing, Mikey, that Will's running, where literally, I think, in the second session, I nearly ended up killing another player because of them trying to murder people they shouldn't have. So it can come up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not everyone wants to be a murder hobo. and oh, I'd like to live somewhere and murder people. It'd be nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Take the kingdom. Kill everybody. Exactly. Make it your home. Yes. Like a magic. Go full Vlad Tepish. Live your best murder life. Yeah. <laughs> live, laugh, murder. No, I, no, I thought it was live, laugh, live biscuit. Uh, That's just for Nookie. Uh, so I'm going to give you a cookie. Nookie, you get a cookie? <laughs> yes. And then you, you, you youngins. You youngins were not around for the live biscuit days. The, like, when someone tells you that the old days were good old days, <laughs> just remember that I told you that. You missed Limp Biscuit, so you lucked out. Okay, so as as a sidebar and for everyone watching too, I believe I'm the youngest. Yeah, I know you're younger than me. So how old are you? I'm 23. <laughs> Nobody likes me. Yeah. Yeah, because you're 23. I'm 28. Jace, how old are you? 29. Just turned it. Gotcha. And then Mike, how old are you? Uh, 32. Oh, uh, okay. And then everyone else is just... <laughs> I know I'm 34, <laughs> but <laughs> you. Just like the Tin Man, you gotta put some oil between your joints. A little bit. Hey, you live a hard life, you work construction, it's gonna happen. Oh, I got bad Shit. knees, I got. I had a cart of beer and liquor fall on me on Friday, so my left knee's half Ooh. shot. And it was at a... this point, John and Will were like, why are we here again? Yeah, uh, we're, we're late for our AARP meeting, so. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> oh no. That was yes. tonight? That was next week. Yes, wait, wait. Will, we missed the blue light special earlier today for the, you know, for Sunday brunch. So <laughs> no, yeah, I got that one. The early word special was a nice Salisbury steak. I'm, I'm, I'm bummed <laughs> I missed it. I'm not. Mr. I'm, I'm kind of jealous. Salisbury steak sounds kind of good right now when you get it for like half off especially exactly. when you present your card oh my goodness man move my walker over hold on excuse, uh, excuse, excuse me while I make like Matt Damon at the end of Saving Private Ryan and just visibly oh. age in front of you oh. <laughs> oh no you knew what you signed up for yeah, yeah, I, yeah did. I did we all no did. but in all seriousness I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make fun of the older folks in the game because uh, I'm, not... I'm sorry, oh, what no. did you say? Could you speak up from the West Coast? No, okay, I'm so sure the reason I can't hear no very well. So, so the reason I had... that long. Would you want me to send it to you through uh, Morse code or I'm a flirt, no, so the reason I say that I won't be cracking as many jokes is because between you, Will, John, and Kilt, like you guys we I know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's essentially what it is. <laughs> it's like you I've been there, man. I've been there. <laughs> the flashbacks. But in all, in, all, in all seriousness, I respect the three of you, especially what you have taught me over the last year and a half when it comes to all these different things. Like I'm inspired by all. I'm inspired by all of you guys, but you three, especially you, Will and John, being writers, and me too. Like I respect the hell out of all of you guys, and We've so that's why I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. It's a beautiful friendship. I remember the smell of the honey wagon. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Back in well, my day, hard... video games had eight whole bits. Listen, if I, 
And there was a dog that chuckled at you if you missed. Only had two players. Honestly. There used to be a line around the console to play the Street Fighters. You had a blow into the cartridge and then set the TV up free. It's a, okay, so a little sidebar. So I teach middle school, so it's always fun. They're like, Mr. L, you're so... First of all, it's always funny. I'm like, how old are you? I'm like, how old do you think I am? Oh, you're like 40. I'm like, bro, I'm 28. Chill out. <laughs> no respect. I might have a brain but of a 40-year-old. You're going to have a good time. That's, and, okay, so I, I, fun, so funny story about that. I was talking to, talking yeah. to my daughter this past weekend, and... Like, we got talking about... The topic was, like, what your coffee flavor says about you. And when we, she came and said, hazelnut, what is hazelnut? And, like, I said, and I said, you're old or you're old at heart. And she says, <laughs> oh, yeah, you have an old soul. No, there's a difference. Because having an old soul means, oh, that means you like, you like jazz and you have an appreciation for, like, fine-aged things and, like, you like the old-fashioned kind of things. Old at heart means that get off my fucking lawn. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, no. The old at heart, old at heart means like I, I've seen things. I've seen the dawn. I've seen time pass before me, like sands through the glass. You think that I'm this lives. short because I'm I'm shrinking? No, it's because the world is pressing down on my spine and curving it back around. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't like the way you described that. <laughs> yeah, no, excuse me, I have to leave this live stream to go take care of the baby that's probably being eaten by my mortgage. Yikes. <laughs> my mortgage is not eating my child yet. Oh, See, no. I, 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 have yet, I have yet to be able to find one of these elusive wild mortgages. Yeah, what's a mortgage? Ro just roaming shit. the countryside. How do you spell mortgage? Also, I, to, I can't take credit for that joke either at this point. I have to cite the, the amazing comedian Adam Burke for that one, which is hysterical <laughs> because he's been doing that joke for years, and it's amazing. Check although, it out. Uh, although, if it's a wild mortgage, is that for mobile homes? Just because no, that's a I rock live mortgage. in a manufactured home on a permanent foundation. Hey, no, okay, <laughs> I, I have no hate against mobile homes because, like, seriously, it's it, it makes sense. There's no hate against it because... That's, then it's that's called mobile and it's on a permanent foundation. It's on a permanent yeah, foundation. And, and not for nothing, making fun of mobile homes, the, the double wides and trailers and stuff like that, that's shitting on the poor. And I don't want to do that. I am those poor. guys that live in container houses. Dear God. I wanted a container house at one point. The only reason I wanted one is because I wanted to be the dwarf that just lived underground. That's oh, massive... Okay. So that's oh, like, I would love a hobbit hole. The problem is I'm 6'4. So, mm. I want like, I what's think that? being a. I'm six foot four, yeah. I thought you were like five seven, dude. No, I'm, so, I'm like right there. I can live in a hobble hole just fine. I'm adored this. <laughs> I am very lucky to have gotten in the middle between my mom and dad because you, if you were like the right now. Okay, so there's the door to this room. <laughs> oh no, here we go. <laughs> Here's. Dun, dun. Oh, He's like the Godzilla shit. music starts playing around. He's like. So That's his album up, cover now. Me and Mike, like <laughs> Mike was the tallest for the longest, and then I just got one inch above him, and then I'm yeah. Our family's like I'm the oldest and the shortest, and then progressively the younger the like cousins get, they get taller. Uh, the two <laughs> youngest, one's a, a girl and one's a, a boy. The, the, the Tommy is the tallest. And the girl is like Actually, six three or six four. 
Okay, Tommy's 6'3", Brianna's 6'1", Luke is 6'4". So Luke... Oh, okay. And then Dylan, I think, is 6'3", six, six, or 2 as well with Tommy. What? I think they're about <laughs> Any more uh, official character business to take care of? Because it is 11 o'clock out here on the East Coast. Yeah, I was about to say. No, as far as character stuff, that's pretty much it. Awesome. The only other thing is that some housekeeping, so some homework for you guys. Now that you have your characters done... Yes, Israel. My dog I'll is never my homework. Okay, so my homework... dog is my homework. <laughs> so homework, if you haven't already, some of you have. Backstories, that's fine. Over the next couple weeks, you guys, we can talk about, especially with you, Will, in regards to your character, we can discuss more about some of the finer points. Sure. Then like, we'll discuss on what aspects of what you know about Will's character. And then... Either tomorrow or Tuesday in player handouts, I'll also put a little form in there. It's going to ask you guys to give me a description of your characters, describe them as best as I can, because I am in the process of working with the artist to do some character portraits for you guys. Don't thank me quite yet, because once I settle on an artist, depending on how much they're charging for commission, I may ask for a little bit, because I'm not... (laughs) Well, now I see how this goes. Okay, I'm going to talk to the most expensive artist. And by the way, guys, I need $100 for this guy. Um, I wouldn't do that to you, but I'm not going to pay it, like all of it. But a little, like I said, once I figure out what artist I'm going to go with, talk about prices, then we'll get to there. But yeah, so backstories. And then over the next two days, I'll put in a little form to give me a description of your characters. And also, if you have any reference pictures, too, that will help the artist as well. The only other thing, too, is that the actual first session is scheduled for the end of this month, so June 27th, same time. I know, depending on schedules, if it becomes a problem, then it's not a big deal to me. We can figure something out, but as of right now, Sunday, June 27th is what I have scheduled for the first session. So for the actual first session, we're actually going to begin this thing, so... It's going to be great. Say what now? How frequently are we looking to play? Because granted with schedules, I said once a month, I would like to keep it that way only because I like to spend the... Well, it's weird now because it's summer, so I have nothing else to do. But that's not the same for everyone else. If schedules allow it, I'm good every two weeks. But again, I'm fine with... I'm good to play at least just if i'm good for any amount of days just as long as it's after like 4 30 because that's when i get off of work and, and i'm off Friday have... days. and so i think for now we can talk about this later i think for yeah. now we'll stick to yeah. once a month so you guys have some time to check schedules and also especially check with significant others and partners as well because it's easy for me to have most of these days given that teacher summer break and i don't really have any kids or significant other yet but i know it's not the case for everyone and i want to be respectful of people's time and schedules and responsibilities if it's respectful if we're still going to do once a month i work monday through friday normally so if we could push it on a saturday so i could actually get it some sleep in on sunday to get up at four (laughs) o'clock in the morning that'd be great but i don't see that happening very easily (laughs) Yeah, we can iron out details. Uh, 
Yeah, we can. Over the next couple of weeks, we can figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Because we already have the next actual session for in three weeks at the end of this month. So yeah. between that time, we can deal with that. But yeah, so right now, once a month. And then once we have that conversation, we'll go from there. <laughs> Sounds, good. Sounds good. All right, cool, cool. I am going to call the stream now. I'm actually going to send the raid over to Nick the Tiefling. We're going to raid Nick because he's doing a... Hold on, let me get in before that raid in because I want that points. Yep, of course. Because uh, he's doing a 24-hour charity stream right now. Ooh. He just started it like four hours ago, so he's nowhere near as punchy as he will be. But uh, he's getting there. He's a little seasoned now. Yeah, yeah he's a little seasoned <laughs> at this point. Yeah, we're going to raid on over there. And uh, yeah, and if you're hanging out here, feel free to join us again tomorrow night. Because tomorrow night we're doing Eye Hunt for the one-shot firing range. And this is an ordinary Kansas week, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, so we're, we're doing ordinary Kansas on Tuesday. My character will be off in the background doing something. <laughs> Correct. And then Saturday God, is God. the master. And then Saturday is <laughs> the master. master. Yeah, right we have. We also have. That's going to be over on the World's Guild, though. The, the other channel that I'm a part of. Mm -hmm. But anyway, yeah. So come back tomorrow night. Come back Tuesday night, and for some more games and stuff. And come back and on the 27th when we'll actually be playing this game. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Have a good night. Good night, guys. Rating. Rate now. Rating. I can't, I can't hit Absolute the rate now button. Five, four, three, two, one. Twelve. Rate now. <laughs> We're rating. Back. Mike, I hope you're accepted. Uh, I hope so you're excited know for the game coming up at the end of the Radio. month. Then. Oh, that mic. <laughs> See, this is going to be tough. But now that we have characters, it's going to be easy. Only work Saturdays and Sundays from 7 to 7. Hello, everyone. Jesus Christ, Michael. He, he like, so I just switched jobs. I went to a to a hospital down the road, and they have what's called a mailer permit. You just work two days a week, and they pay you for three. Deal. It's full time. Thank you, Al. Look at that. And yeah. shout out. It's actually a level three promise, like variety of patients. Okay then. I don't want to switch the thing then because I don't want to mess up my game since you only work two days a week and it's swamped on those days. I think I'll, I think I'll sacrifice him. Open five other days a week though. See the thing is though, we're not. Player and runner of games. So he's just gonna be definitely going I have no idea what this game is. This is the first time I've ever played it and I am doing terrible at it. The straight time. You let the straights win, Chad. Why, Why are you letting the straights win? What? You're like, oh, uh, he definitely needs a shower. Oh, oh, 100%. He probably never washed his legs. Let's the water just he run always, down. He, he doesn't know what to do with his hair, so it's always mildly greasy and just not kidding. Why are you just describing high schoolers? I still do that. Wow. Do you want to play again or go to a different one? Hacks. Jay was using hacks. Yep. It was stacked. Jay picked this one knowing that they'd win. Did we say different game? Yeah. Let's do let's do another one. All right, yeah. let's full screen these captions again. Let me go I'm back gonna turn to my just chatting screen. The... the volume up because it was really quiet. It was yeah. deafening me. Like I my headache got worse really? from it. So I'm. Gonna, uh, I'm Jay, do your volume might be too loud, and then you have us all turned down in Discord then. That's yep. possibly. Let me check that. What is my volume? Because I can barely hear it, and I have it actions. at 200%. My volume yeah. is at 100%, though. Hang on. But do you have Discord audio really low? 
Probably. Oh, wait, it's at 100. That's a bad thing. That's how that works. Yeah, give me just a second. Let me adjust Probably that. increase that and then increase the game. The audio. original writer yeah. of that song is that trans, trans, so that's big pog. Right? I, I know. That's so good. Typically. I don't even know the words, but it's something like that. Wow, it got so quiet all of a sudden. Oh, you... eh, hang on, I gotta. Moments of okay, chaos followed by moments of silence. Alright, so do we want to do. Ooh, that's a lot of beans gone, Josie. Ooh. Do we want to do. Josie, uh, where'd all the talking... beans go? Where are all your beans, beans all Josie? Talking points. I mean, do we want to do. What's talking are, points? Just, you know, wait, is that just giving a bullshit speech? Yes. yes. It is. Give oh, me no. that. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Always with the hydrate. Okay, we do talking points. I do like this one. This one's fun. It's fun, but oh my god, it's I'm not gonna win. I'm just here to say nonsense. I'm pretty good at bullshitting my way into thing. I mean, I am a. I'm a. Guys, it's me. It's literally. They have a picture of me in the game. Oh, look, he's revealed. His face. Somebody took my dog. No, somebody took my lobster. No! I'll I think we're first. all in, right? I guess I'll just say. No, wait, I'm the lobster. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for the subscription. Hell yeah. Let's go. Okay. Thank you. Hey, uh, Jay, just out of nowhere, for no fucking reason at all, is your Ko Fi link still in your bio? Yeah. It's also on screen. Oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Am I maybe <laughs> just making the same joke over and over again all night long? It's possible. Oh no. Damn it, I was about to steal your joke, man. I have to change it. You already stole my brand in your promotion video, you we'll fuck. See. Whoa. We'll see if anyone I'm... chooses my...